Hi folks, it's David, and before the episode begins, I just wanted to point out that Chris and I recorded this whole FAQ uh, episode, and we tried to get it out super quick, and then literally the day after we recorded it, Games Workshop dropped an FAQ on the FAQ, so you're going to hear us give some, basically... Uh, some wrong information on a couple of these things, which uh, at the end of the episode, uh, before we go to the credit, I'm going to jump in and 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 correct those things. Uh, I just wanted you to know, so you're not like you know shouting at the stereo and and calling us morons, um, because literally 24 hours later, they did. we couldn't record the whole episode over again. In fact, Chris has been a little bit busy. Um, you know, we both have lives, and so I'm actually going to do. I'm going to talk about the rules by myself. So that ought to be interesting, and that'll come, you know, I'll jump in near the end of the show. So I just wanted to let you guys know that before the show, and so uh, on with the show. Oi, you lot, you're listening to Garage Hammer, episode 273. A tonight's episode. The mudlings are back. The crypt has been dewatered. The computers are running. And everybody's ready to talk about the FAQs, which they should have done days ago, but now they're doing now. So, hey, you're getting it eventually. It's quicker than they used to do. So, they're still on the upswing, I suppose. So, shut it! I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the garage, you tools. For the next two hours or thereabout, we're going to do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and have some laughs along the way. Bringing you FAQs, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the ones that I don't know how much of a change they made. Thank God Chris is here. I am I am David Whitek, and with me, as usual lately, is my... My uh, my helper, my co-host, my I, I think are, are you that you're you're pretty much the co-host now, aren't you? Is I, that I think is, so. I think that's fantastic. Is yeah. that what we decided? I think it is. You are a I'm brave. Excited about it. You are a brave, brave man. I am too. <laughs> yeah, I so. wanted to call this episode "What the Fact." You know, <laughs> that was my idea. Uh, kind of. There's some weird stuff in here. There, there is. Um, mm. but I, I've, I've, I think I've seen worse. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't think the sky has fallen. Uh, spoiler alert, Whitech wasn't that upset. <laughs> wow. Right. The internet was pretty upset, but I think I was okay with it. Yeah. Some One of the funniest parts, you're like, wait, is that a change? I've been playing it that way. And I'm like, no. Right. That, I, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, before we get into all that stuff, uh, I want to thank the, spa- the, the spacers, the sponsors of Garage mm, Hammer. Them too. Them yep. too. Which include Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore, Chaos Orc Superstore, Six Squared Studios for all your basing, MDF, and 3D printing needs, and Grognard mm. Games in Roselle, Illinois, because there's always something happening at Grognards. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and, of course, our Patreon patrons, those almost 1% of the listeners who make this show and everything we do on it possible. And that, of course, includes our associate producers, Christopher Sanders, AJC, and Big Jake. Our executive producers, Colin Miller and Tyler McDonald, and our newest patron, Eric Pearl. Eric Pearl, thank you for joining. Also, uh, Victor 
from the last episode listened because I mangled his name horribly and said, hey, tell me how to pronounce it. And he sent me an email and or a message on Patreon and said it's Vic- Victor Escuthia. I think I said it right now, Escuthia. Hmm. So there we go, Escuthia. Um, thank you all for being uh, being being one of those people who are crazy enough to think that this free show is actually worth more than free. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. Um, so, hey, guess what, Chris? Mm. Now, I know I know you're the new co-host, so I, I'm going to mm-hmm. come and fill you in on this. Something. We have voicemail. No. Yes, we have a voicemail. And I think I've heard about it. Yeah, you might have. And if anyone wanted to call and leave a voicemail, they would just have to call 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. That's 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. You can call that number, and you can leave a voicemail. And, oh, wait, I did get a voicemail. Awesome. And... Um, International callers can dial zero zero and then one seven five seven G H show six. So um, mm. I got uh, I got a voicemail. So I'm gonna play the voicemail right now because I'm so excited. And then once uh, once we play that, we will respond to the voicemail and then we will move. Uh, we'll probably take a quick break and then come back with the toolbox because we're gonna have a toolbox Fantastic. segment. Isn't yes. that wonderful? All right, hold That's, on. Here we go. I'm excited. Oh, sorry. Hi there. This is Alan Mayo, and I called 1-757-GH-SHOW-6, but I got some Grognard's voicemail. Anyways, I'll go ahead and leave you a voicemail on the question that I had. I, like many other players, are I'm a young father, and my daughter wanted to play Warhammer with me. So I get all set up, decided to let her play, and she chooses as her army, Daughters of Cain. Wait a minute. Where'd the rest of that go? I know that. Hey, wait, there's more of that. Hold there's on. a question in there somewhere. Yep. There it is. I'm not necessarily all that comfortable with that. And that brought up the question What do you think would be an appropriate way of introducing wargaming to the kids? Especially when the version that I like with Age of Sigmar is so grimdark that it's not necessarily appropriate for the kids. What are your thoughts? I'd be interested to know. And by the way, thanks for the show. You're awesome. We're awesome. Did you mm. hear that? We are awesome. Listen to the whole okay, email, man. all the question, all the stuff. What do I take away from it? The one, th- <laughs> hey, we're awesome. Okay, mm. so um, what about you? Do do your do your did your kids ever play? Do your kids play at all? They do not. They do not. They did as little kids. They like to play with the models. Like my son, when he was very little, would take all the guys out of their boxes and basically put them on a, like a, like a, I had a four by four board and he would put them on there and then they would fight. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> See now, um, Harrison wanted to start playing when he was six. Mm-hmm. And I told him that when he could write his own lists, he could, he could pick an army and I'd get him an army. Which then, not knowing how smart Harrison was, mm. he sat down and just started doing tons of math. Like he was studying, he, he did all his math homework at school, but then he just started doing more and more and more. And yeah. uh, he would sit with me and he would work on his math and he would work on lists and he would work on all this stuff and he would play with my army books. Um, now, he liked high elves. 
so I had I didn't have did I, yeah. I didn't have the issues of my child picking um daughters the homicide the homicidal maniacs those ones well here's the thing i mean she's a young girl right that's an that's yeah. an all all female model army right. mm-hmm. I, I can see her being drawn to that yeah um honestly guess... if that's what's if that's what she really wants to play and if you have them look i mean if she's that young she probably can't read or can't read that well hmm to may not get to the god of murder part. Yeah, just avoid the god of murder <laughs> part. You know what they they fight. They they fight and they fight on the side of order. Look. Yeah. I, I I personally, I mean me personally, I would just you know, if if this is what they're I mean, you know, they're little kids. You might be mm-hmm. able to Yeah, you're not going to be able to shield them forever. Right. And you them. might be able to I, angle them to an army that's not as mm. You know, blood for the blood god, or you know, as far as order yeah. goes, but they're, they're you know, I, murder for I, the murder god. If I was gonna do it, I would go with like the classic, like you know, goblins, orcs versus you know, humans kind of angle, kind of mm-hmm. go at it like you know, something that they've seen before. I mean, every kid's probably seen a goblin or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it, if you, I'd say if you, if you don't want them playing that army, you, I mean. When Harrison was first looking at his second army, mm-hmm. you know, he, he was playing a lot. He was playing a lot of elves. He had all the elves he wanted. His birthday was coming up. He wanted to start a new army, and he was torn between two armies. And he asked his opinion. And you know what? When they're little, you can—I mean, you can maneuver them. You could talk to them about others. You could talk up other things. Sure. You know, and and that that works. I'm just saying personally. If that's the model she really likes and you have those models, you know, and you're not going to have to go out and buy a whole new army or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, just edit the content. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that. And also I know the last thing you want to do is, well, I feel is that if you say like a kid can't have something, oh, they're just yeah. going to want that thing even more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's you, my experience. You can go along with it and then just you know, start pointing out how much cooler these other things are. Right. You know, I mean, that's yeah. all, that's always an option. Yeah. There but, was a time when my 16 year old, when she was 16, she went to ride a motorcycle. She wanted a motorcycle. That's what she was going to do. Mm-hmm. And we're like, uh Oh, we can't let this teenage girl get a motorcycle. So we just didn't say she couldn't have one, but we also didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like she was like, yeah, just, we'll just ignore that for now. And, <laughs> I mean, and I don't know if that's a good enough answer, but okay, if you think that the army they picked is too, personally, you know, what you picked is too grimdark, well, then, I mean, if you're bringing them into it, edit edit that. Yeah. You know? I mean, I I don't know if it's the imagery, the pictures that you don't like them seeing, or if it's the mostly naked elf women. I mean, I don't know what the exact concern is. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be that that grim and that dark you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and, mm-hmm. and that's 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 what i would do honestly i'm just excited if my kids want to play something i'm playing right you yeah, know I, I hear you i can get my daughter to play with me every now and then she'll you know we'll play and she's 24 yeah now yeah so that that's that's what all i'm thinking that would be the way i would go about it but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean i don't know if that i don't i don't know if that's helpful at all you know <laughs> Yeah, what do I do if I don't like her playing this army? Well, let her play it anyway. Just, you know, 
kind of shield her from the worst part. You know, that's like the, the easiest yeah. and lamest advice. But honestly, that's what I would yeah. do. Yeah. You know, I mean, I let Harrison look through all that stuff. I let him go through all of the mm-hmm. Warhammer and he looked at the 40K stuff, too. And he knew stuff was kind of bad. And, yeah. you know, if and if I did steer him away from something and he caught on, I'd be like, you know what? Honestly, Harrison, this part's kind of a little adult and a little yucky. And I just you can look at that later, you know, mm-hmm. and he was, you know, maybe I'm just lucky with him, too. He was just kind of cool about it. He's like, OK, yeah. you know, like he trusted dad. Sure. Hey, he's letting me play this game. He's not telling me I can't be with it. He's just saying stay out of this one part. So mm-hmm. yeah, I never really edited any Warhammer content for my kids. Honestly, I just didn't really need to. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, some of the deeper stuff I don't think they got anyway. And he wasn't mm-hmm. really interested in sitting and reading the the deep deep lore. He liked. Yeah. The one stuff he did like was the high elf stuff, and it was more mm-hmm. of a. Even he kind of skimmed it and looked at the pictures, and then he would hear me and Uncle Chris talking about it. <laughs> yeah. And it was like he got a lot of the lore from listening to us explain it, you know? Sure. So yeah. that's, you know, that's that's where he was at. So, all right. Well, I hope that was a decent answer. Uh, meanwhile, let's take a quick break. Let's take our quick break, like we always do in the beginning, and we're going to come back with The Toolbox. Nice. Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chessex Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we are back. Hello. Hey, hey. toolbox time. Right. Toolbox yes. time. Brought to you by Chaos Orc Superstore. <laughs> All right. Um, what kind of hobby have you been doing, brother? So I have been working on my Slanesh for Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. Again. Mm-hmm. Still working. Still going with it. Um, I painted all my endless spells. Got nice. Them done. I painted... The I finished my Seekers. I got the new Seekers. Okay. They're looking good. And then I painted the Infernal and Rapturous, the one playing the... The, the, play harp, the, the harp made the out harp of the guy's color. tendons? Yeah, I'm play, I painted that one. That thing is and, so fantastic and yeah. so horrible at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty grim. Um, I got that at Grognard's from their used models section which they have in oh, abundance yeah. of oh man every time i go in there i just i spend a good 20 30 minutes just 
plowing through all their used model section. Oh, I know. I went in there and someone had one of uh, someone had one of those uh, the the really giant Eldar. Oh yeah, the Revenant War Titan. Yeah, thing in there. I was like, <laughs> oh, I want to buy that, even though I don't play it. That looks so cool, <laughs> and I don't have to build it. It's done. Like, oh my god. Uh, no kidding. Uh, I also painted. Well, I'm almost done with the Infernal Epitome. I think it's called the the two slimish uh, demons like cavorting in front of the big mirror. Yes. Thing. I'm I'm almost done with that. And then I also painted for my Ultramarines. I painted a new Phobos captain. Oh, nice. Mm, for my Phobos themed Ultramarines army, which I'm working on. So you have a whole Phobos themed. Okay. Yeah. Uh wow. Okay. And I got the Grey Knight and I got the Grey Knights book. How is that? It's sweet. Is it? It's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's I like it. I like it. Nice. So my hobby. Um well, <laughs> things got put on hold as I was mm. bailing out the crypt down here. However, um I did manage to get a bunch of stuff cleared out. Um, I did just run a trade with some guy on Facebook. He posted up the old, uh, like the it was like this the World of Warhammer book. It was like a book that Games Workshop put out. It was like an encyclopedia of the war, the history of the Warhammer yeah. world. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, like he was showing. He's like, oh, I dug this up in my basement, and he posted it up on one of the Facebook groups. I'm like, are you looking to sell or trade that? And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm looking. Do you have any wood elves? I'm like, I happen to have a bunch. Wow. And um, and so he traded me that for a few of the the old version Warhawk riders, the smaller yeah. ones with them standing on the- I got a bunch of those. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So he got, uh, he got a few of those, and I just, I just shipped that stuff off, and he shipped me the book. Have um, you looked at it? Do you have it yet? It, uh, he literally shipped it today, but I've seen it before. Uh-huh. Yeah. We, they had it at our library of all things. And Har- wow. the only reason I traded for it was Harrison checked it out from the library like incessantly. Yeah. But we were the only people apparently who ever checked it out. So when they did one of those, you know, every year when they clear out, it got taken out of circulation. So he couldn't yeah. check it out anymore. So I found it and I was like, oh my God. So when he gets home, I'm going to be like, Harrison, check this out. I'm going to give oh, him that's the book. So cool. Yeah. Like, here's the book that you that you were you know drooling over for all those times when yeah. you were a little kid. I have a similar book. It's called The Art of the Warhammer World. Yeah. It's up there. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, they have a lot of cool that's like all, other books old, out there. Yeah. 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 I've got the Lieber Necris and stuff like that. Mm. There's just there's some cool things if mm-hmm. you can find them. Mm-hmm. But I traded for that. Um I'm I'm I built the Blood Knights, which I'm going to paint. And then I realized that I need the five Blood Knights. And then I've got uh, I got some... I've got, like, a box of the Blade Geist. Not the Blade Geist. The Blade Scythe, the Scythe guys that look like the, you know... The Revenants for the... The Night Haunt? The Night Haunt. The ones that carry the sickles, not the ones who carry the swords. Oh, the Grim Gas Reapers? That's it. Thank you. I'm terrible. <laughs> I can never remember anything. And I've got some uh, some Graveguard. Yeah. And it's like, that's basically all I've got left to build. I built everything else I have. Oh, I've got one box for Warcry that I never built. Which, you know, which, uh, which, which guys? Uh, they're the guys who just look like the corn guys. They're just, they just look like a bunch of corn, uh, like corn humans. They, 
they they look I can't remember what their name is. I got the box over there, but I don't want to stop to run over across the room to grab it. Uh, yep. But uh like literally I'm down to like three boxes of models and then everything I have will be built. That's amazing. Yeah. And so it's like, well, then I'm gonna sit down and once I've got the space cleaned and up, I gotta I have to I didn't put any of the Night Haunt stuff on the bases because I did all of my death armies with those custom rolled out the oh the, right so it's like i bought some more milliput and i've got my other stuff the like silly putt not silly putty like the play-doh-y type stuff i mix that 60 40 mm-hmm. and then i roll it out on that so it's like oh shoot i gotta do bases now so and i hadn't done bases in a while so i got so close to thinking i'm done i'm like oh i gotta roll out some bases so that's like my next bit of project is once i get those okay. bases for them everything's Does that gonna take be a long time not really. I sit down in an evening. You got to really need need the the parts together. Once it's really well needed, I uh, mm-hmm. I put some uh, talcum powder just so that the roller doesn't because st- in the in the stick, yeah. it doesn't stick in the skinny part in the real tight parts. Yeah. Um, and then I just I just roll it out. I've got it. I I make it a little thicker than the little grommets on the side that are on it, and so then I just mm-hmm. push it down, roll it out, and I actually bought um. It was really cool. I found it in a in a cooking uh, thing, like on on Amazon. They sell the little cookie cutters that come from like a like a half inch up to like three inches. Yeah. And there's like a, there's a, there's a couple dozen, and they're like every quarter inch. So, hmm. um, they're not exactly the exact same millimeters, but they're darn close enough where I can sit there and cut 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 them out real quick. Okay. Um, and once they're cut out. Then what I do is I cut it out. I cut out a bunch of them for that size that I need, and then whatever is left from the gaps in between, mm-hmm. I just peel it. I pick it up, roll it up into a big ball again, roll it back out, and just keep going. Wow! Until I use it all, um, it doesn't take long. I let them set for about twenty four hours to to cure, mm-hmm. and then I just glue them to the base. The nice thing is, before they're completely cured, if there's anything that's got to sort of st- like not sl- oh if they were like the like the night haunt the 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 core, the little guys, the, the chain rasps. Yeah, they're slotta bases. Mm-hmm. So I can sit there though, and I can push the slotta base on it while it's soft, oh. and so I can cut out that spot for yeah. it. That takes time. Mm-hmm. But if they're not slotta based, yeah, it's simple. I'll just go and take them and kind of put them where I want while it's soft, and kind of press that little bit of the base in there, so I know exactly yeah. where to place it, and so it's flat, That's so cool. it glues on real easy. And it's nice. It it's it's got a sort of a cobblestoney look, but there's little. Mm-hmm little marks on it so it's got little symbols and sigils and things on it yeah. um and then uh my whole i've just been putting skulls from that big you know the 300 skull yeah. box you could buy <laughs> yeah add that to it and it's pretty cool and so i've been having a lot of fun with that um but that's that's it and then i'm just then i'm going to finish painting my night haunt which i'm getting very close to done with mm-hmm. um i have more night haunt than i could ever use but i just once yeah. it's done then i'll be like yay i'm done yeah i just bought some Myrnmorn Banshees. I like I got, them. I got eight of them. Yeah. I don't think you need, well, you don't need more than eight, do you? I could have bought 12. I think I had 12, but okay. When I was buying stuff, remember, I was very close. You know, the the Ultra, the Super Battalion that contains all the Sub Battalions? Yeah. yeah. I was missing just, an, I, I had enough to field the Super Battalion. Right. But I needed like a few extra Banshees. So I bought a few things I, I didn't necessarily know that I would mm-hmm. want to field. Unless I was mm-hmm. playing a six thousand point army, and that's what I did, and yeah. now I'll never feel <laughs> that much. So right, but I'm gonna paint it. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I based I primed my Mirrenmore banshees, and they're gonna get my quick 
super fast night hunt painting scheme applied to them shortly. That's what I'm doing, man. Outside of the metal, everything is uh, everything is contrast paint. Yeah, I went, I went for washes on mine. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just super simple. Yeah, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm painting it to get it done and make it All look right. decent on the table. I'm happy yep. with it. I'm good with it. I don't, you know, I don't have the. I'm 50. I don't have time to get sit yeah. down and, and spend five hours per model. You know. Yeah, it's like my my ultramarines, like, like. <laughs> I I can't imagine trying like edge highlighting these these ultramarine armor. I just can't do it. See, here's the thing. I get you because I when I started to play the 40k was when when we were going yeah. and playing Nichols game. Yep. At, Up in uh, Minneapolis. No, not even in Minneapolis when he was running the stuff at uh, oh. Wapaka. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wapaka, right. Remember, he the, had that mini, um, yes. the one day yeah, thing. the narrative campaign. That's so fun, right. yeah. And uh, the guys were doing it, and then Chris was like, I'm going to do it. You should do it, too. And I had, like, mm-hmm. a month, and I'm like, what should I paint? Oh, I know, Ultramarines, because I primed mm-hmm. them blue. Yeah, yeah. And then I sat and kind of dry brushed in on them, so it hit sort yeah. of that edges highlighting. Mm-hmm. Then I came in with the regular blue and quick sort of just kind of went in the big in the flatter areas. Yeah. Just took off some of the the dry brushing. And mm-hmm. I was like, ta-da. Like, yeah. I was, no. Yeah. That's the my my Ultramarines is base coat wraith bone, you know, prime wraith bone. Wash the whole thing with uh, the uh, Ultramarines blue contrast paint. Oh, okay. And then, and then dry brush uh, Calgar blue, dry brush Altdorf guard blue, and then paint the guns black, paint the gold, retributor gold, uh, Reichland flesh over the gold, done. Quick, that, quick, quick. It's it's fast and they look, they look good. I, like I don't want to take the extra time to just edge highlight. I just can't do it. <laughs> I edge highlighted on my space wheels. I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. I totally get it. And uh, <laughs> and sometimes and there are other models I sat down and I spent so much time on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember uh, and Chris Hughes got some of them. I sold them to him, but like the mm-hmm. the, the planes. And yeah. the tanks, like I spent all this time going and getting sort of getting quick mm-hmm. edging, but then you know painting the inside, the control uh, panels before you put the the the, the yeah. cockpit on. Yeah, and, like nope. And it looks great. Like, and I <laughs> yeah, spent sure a ton of time, and I'm like, you know what? I'm never doing this again. I just, <laughs> you know, honestly, I'll black out that windshield and just be like, yep, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's I got it. Uh, I, I got it. I did that. I did. I did that on my Eldar vehicles. I just blacked out the windshield again. <laughs> Like, I get that it. Guy. I'm done. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, we're we're the worst. Yeah, but <laughs> hey, everybody enjoys the hobby the way they enjoy the hobby. That's I'm right. certain there's things I'm going to sit down. I'm certain when I sit down to paint my Gotrek model because I finally got him built too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Everybody knows how much I love that character. I'll give yeah. him some extra attention. Yeah. But for you know, for Night Haunt or for skeletons and all this death stuff, I like. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be quick and dirty. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen. So that's my hobby. Um, did you get any games in? I did not, sadly. Nor did I, but we are going to meet up tomorrow. Now, there's three of us. Okay. Uh, I, I probably will come just to say, you know, hello. I don't know how long I'll be able to stay, but I'll cool. be there. Yeah, Brandon's coming. Brandon's been cool. on the show before, Brandon uh, Casson. He mm-hmm. and I, he hasn't played a game yet, so I figured if there's us, us there too, this yeah. way, um, if there's two of us there, we can kind of help him, you know, hammer the rules down a little quicker, you know, make yeah. sure that he's doing everything and he's or he's not missing anything, you know? Right. But he plays Skaven, so he's like, I'm bringing a bajillion things. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. I'm like, you sure you don't want to play like a thousand or a fifteen hundred point game to get the feel for it? He's like, nope, let's play two K. I'm just bringing oh, a bajillion. I'm like, all right, here we go. <laughs> I reserved wow. the table for four o'clock at Grognards. They're open till nine, so I'm like, we'll get a couple games in and and, yeah. and have a good time. So excellent. I will get some games in, though. I'm excited to game. That's, That's excellent. Uh, you got any other, then? Uh, not really. Nothing you're watching? Nothing you saw? Um, nothing you did? I'm watching, I watched the What If show on Disney+. Plus. Isn't that good? It's pretty good. I didn't get to watch the new one about Doctor Strange, but mm-hmm. the, uh, the Avengers one was pretty cool. Was that the third one? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I like. Liked... Go ahead, go. What you say? No, I think I liked the second one, the T'Challa Guardians of the Galaxy one. That was my favorite. Yep. And th- and then Captain uh, Captain Carter, uh, Captain Carter. I like that one. And then the Avengers one, I didn't did see. I I remember as a kid the What If comics, and the thing that annoyed me about the What If comics is what annoyed me about the third episode of the, of of the What If TV show. I'm like, meh. I don't. Sometimes they say what if, and you're like, oh, okay. That yeah, particular exactly. version of the universe, I'm not too excited about. Oh, you know, right. That was my thing, yeah. They can be hit or miss, but I like I like those alternate views. Yeah, I think the, th- I, the third one was decent. Uh, mm-hmm. I agree with you, though. See, I got a thing for Peggy Carter, the actress who plays her. Like, I <laughs> okay. just, even when they did that TV show, the, yeah. the, I watched Agent Carter. Like, I just think she's great. When yeah. you saw her there, all super, all super soldiered yeah, she all out. Buffed up. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> all right, I know it's a cartoon. I'm not getting yeah. gross here. Yeah. Um, but no, the T'Challa one was just fantastic. They, I really like that one. When you, it's, and th- that's one of those things where here's a tiny change. Mm-hmm. You have, and for those of you who didn't see it, it's what if they, the Ravagers grabbed T'Challa instead of Peter Quill? They made right. a mistake, so he mm-hmm. becomes Star Lord. Star Lord. Mm-hmm. The amazing amount of changes that came through everybody just from that person's attitude and how he was raised and how he yeah. became. And I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. Right. I I watched that. I watched that episode as soon as it ended. I watched it again, and yeah. then I called my daughter. I'm like, "Have you watched it?" She's like, "No." And I'm like, "Call me when you're going to watch." She called me the next day. She's like, "I'm sitting down to watch." I'm like, "Okay, I'll watch it with you." And we were just yeah. had FaceTime on. Yeah. And I'm like, we're just watching it, like together, you know. Yeah. At, at, like, I really Three. enjoyed that one. Oh, I like the fact so... that they get the actors to to do the voices, yes. mostly Most, of the right. characters. Yeah. So I was listening to to Nova speak in the show. Like that sounds a lot like Karen Gillan. And, and it was. And it's her. I'm like, oh, they're okay. <laughs> <sighs> Calling him Cha Cha. I just. Like... <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that's the Nova I remember from like the comics too. Yeah. That's how she used to look. It, it, it was that was fantastic, and like I said, I haven't watched the. It's what if Doctor Who lost his heart instead of his hands, or Doctor Strange, or Doctor yeah. Strange. Sorry, I keep saying Doctor yeah. Who, and I I'm, I don't mean yeah. to. But what if he lost his heart instead heart. of his hands? So I'm like, oh, right. this could be interesting. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, I, I love what if. Yeah, I I think it's interesting. Um. Yeah, but there are some things that just annoy me. It's like I, I, I don't know. We could talk ad nauseum about the things I don't think are correct in the Avengers episode, but we won't go there right now. Well, once again, different universe, weird <laughs> things happening. Yeah, I it, guess. It, well, the whole thing is the whole show goes against everything we know about right. that universe that they built. So yeah, right. at sometimes, sometimes you can change it, and it's like, oh, that's interesting. Sometimes you could change it, like I don't like that. 
I don't I, like that, and I don't think that would happen. Right. Because exactly. of this. Because I've yeah. been following Marvel since I was four years old. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's a... Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what have I been doing i've i'm almost i've i've watched so much grim in the last few weeks like every time i'm down grading papers and stuff i love that show it's so good i'm gonna get through that um i'm going to see shang chi and the 10 rings or whatever oh, yeah. i want to go see that this weekend yep i'm excited about that. that's in theaters only yeah right now theaters only i think unless you yeah because it's well i mean it might be because it that's a disney film it's a marvel film so i don't it might i don't actually know it might be if you pay the premium price i don't know what they're doing because with all the stuff going on with disney right now and, and that the yeah. release thing mm-hmm. um my daughter's morgan's going to see it tonight so i'm expecting a text at some uh. point to be like how you know what what she thought of it mm-hmm. but i'm very very excited for that and um Oh, what do you think about Warhammer Plus? I'm sure you've been watching the shows. Uh, you know what? I uh, there's it's a, fantastic. Yeah, there's a lot of question about the value, and <laughs> here's the thing. And I, I keep telling people this: it's 12 months for 60 bucks. That's five bucks a month. You take out the cost of the orc model, which I would have probably bought anyway because mm-hmm. now I've got That's this 40. orc army. That's 40, so it's 20 dollars. Mm-hmm. Let's even say 24. So for two bucks a month. Mm-hmm. And me, the person who likes the lore, being able to go into the old magazines and the old mm-hmm. books and the old stuff, that mm-hmm. right there is worth two bucks a month to me. I already read the original Age of Sigmar like book that they got in there. Like, yeah. like the original one. I was like, I'm going to read that. And I read the whole thing. I was yeah. like, this is great. <laughs> the, 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 the painting tutorials are cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the cartoons, the, the weekly little, and they've only got one or two up now and I hear, well, I'll yeah, wait till the they Blood, got a bunch. Blood Angels one is so cool. Yeah. And the second one's even better than the first one. Yeah. I think I, for me it's worth it, but I, I like that stuff. Um, the AOS app is coming soon. The 40 K mm-hmm. app. I was perusing it. I don't even play 40 K. I was just kind of perusing mm-hmm. it, looking at stuff. Yeah. 40 K app is good. You know, and for five bucks a month, dude, honestly, I spend more than five bucks a month. Dude, I I, I think I, I'd rather go through some of that old stuff than read mm-hmm. the new White Dwarf at this point right now. Mm. And I like White Dwarf, but I mean, yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? It's, it costs less than a White Dwarf, and there's so much stuff, and they just keep adding more. I, right. I see a value in it. Oh, for sure. I think it's Fantastic. And the battle reports are good, too. Did you watch those? Yeah, and they're using converted models and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like they're, and they're showing you all this stuff. Like, I, I don't know. The Between the painting tutorials and the old stuff and all these things, I I don't mind at all. I, I, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. It's, you know, um, you know, it's 60 bucks. It's a box of models. I mean, you know. Right. Like I said, I spend so much on this hobby that $5 a month, I don't, I mean, it's a pot of paint, isn't it? Yeah. A yeah pot. Well, no, it's less than a pot of paint. Well, no, they're Contrast four, paint. Uh, well, uh, Contrast paint's like seven fifty. Are they now? Yeah. I haven't had to buy it. I bought them all when they came out, and I haven't had mm-hmm. to buy much more because the ones I yeah. needed, I bought a couple pots of. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Hey, for less than the, you know, that's, Yeah. I mean, I always say it's 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 like what two it's like a two cups of Dunkin' on my way to work in the morning, yeah. but but to keep it hobby related, yeah, it's a pot of paint every yeah. month. I, I, yeah, I'm not I'm, yes, I'm I'm easily pleased. You could, you know, I I think they've I I I, I don't know I 
I, I I think it's great. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. I am too. I've I've got no complaints at all so far with what I've seen. Mm-hmm. And as they keep adding more, I'm just going to be more and more excited. So, mm-hmm. oh, uh, what else other? I don't even know if I mentioned this. I finished listening. I I, I bought those two last Gotrek and Felix books, the ones set in the end times. Yeah. I bought them and then I lost them. Mm. Like in down here in the, <laughs> like they just got into the shuffle. Yeah. And as I was cleaning up and cleaning up, I was like, oh, here, all these books. Yeah. Is that the one with like the Skaven in it and like that weird Skaven? No, it's the, it's, it's the very the last time, oh, the end two, times, the end ones, times okay. ones. So it's uh, yeah. Kinslayer and Slayer. Okay. Those are sad. Oh, I cried. I literally, <laughs> I, I called, I texted Harrison. Mm. Uh, I didn't actually have time to read it, but as I was on Audible looking up other things, like it was recommended for me. And I'm like, oh, they have it on Audible. So I listened to them both. Yeah, and the 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 final fate of Snorri Nosebiter. I called Harrison. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my! And I told him what happened. He's like, that's horrible. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's horrible. It's not. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then and then the whole last book is so there's so much bitterness and anger. And it's funny because we're five years like I, I'm five years late reading this, right? Yeah. And it's funny because those came out before the end times ended like that came uh-huh. up before that last book came and they destroyed the world yeah but i i, I i'm spoiler yeah <laughs> spoiler <laughs> five years later but it was it was amazing to go back and read a book where the end times was happening and as they're going on these quests they're just hearing about cities falling and yeah. i'm like that's right that's what happened in the end oh that and they're like now we're trying to get to this city no it's fallen and i'm like Wow, the the picture it was so grim. Yeah, it's pretty grim and so dark. And then you get to the end. It was hard part. for me. It was hard for me to read. Actually, it was just like I just can't handle this. This is just like it was brutal. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I think I actually benefited from the from the long gap between when yeah. it because I knew it was happening. So as I read it, it was sad, but it's like it, there was mm-hmm. no surprise in it. Um, yeah. Finding out where Gotrek wound up and how that mm-hmm. happened and what happens to Felix, I was just like, mm-hmm. "Wow!" I mean, what a it was a dark and it was sad, but that end too, especially when he faces up with with <laughs> freaking uh, with Grimnir himself. Yeah, and he's like, "Your friend doesn't get to go," and he's like, "No, he's going." He's like, "I don't think he's ready." He's like. He's my rememberer, and he's a dwarf mm-hmm. friend, and that's all you need to know. And he's like yeah, looking so at he's his just... at his god, and he's still got that. <laughs> no, that's all. I was like, oh, I, oh, I love that. I loved them. Loved yeah. them. Yeah. In fact, I just found out. I went back, and after I listened to that, of course, you listen in Audible wants you to buy more, so they suggest stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. And the uh, the 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 three book omnibi or omnibuses. Hmm are on Audible now. So wow. I picked up Troll Slayer, which is the first three Gotrek oh, yeah. and Felix books all in one. It's like 10 hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm just those, like, are, those are just read. They're not dramas, right? No, these are yeah, these are just read. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm fine with it because the guy who reads it does a great job. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I've read all of them, but it's like when I don't know what else to listen to, I can pop these in. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny going back to those early stories where they're fighting like one slaneshi minor demon like <laughs> yeah. demon hero and it's like oh my goodness how are they going to get out of it and yeah. it's like by the time you get into book 12 he's like he's like killing 
bloodthirsters and stuff. He's standing yeah. up to Bellacor. There's that, okay, and once again, the book's five years old, so spoilers. There's a part in the book where Bellacor is there, and he's got a greater demon of each of the four gods. Mm-hmm. And they're standing there, and they're sort of menacing, and Gotrek looks at him and says <laughs> something like this. He's like, He's like, okay, I'll take you all one at a time or all at once. But they were way up on this staircase. He's like, he's like, come on down and let's fight. If you make me walk up these stairs, it's gonna go worse for you. Because he was just tired and beat. He's like, you make me walk up these stairs, yeah. it's gonna go harder on you. And I'm like, this is why I love this character. Right. This is why. And oh, Oh, God. Yeah, seriously, though. When I found out that, that whole end with Snorri and he tells him what happened yeah. and all those things that went on, and I was just like, I, I was... Because these are characters I've had... You've, you've spent years reading about them. Years reading about them, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, and and they bring everybody back yeah. for at least for a, for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you get all... Oh, oh. I yeah, can't... Because they, they don't want you to have closure with the whole cast of the and I series. did and I did yeah. and I felt good and so and now now when Gotrek comes out into the I understand him better coming out mm-hmm. like oh now I know who you are why you're not so hell-bent on getting yourself killed like mm-hmm. that was that's a really important reading actually yeah. to understand this character and how he's very different than the character those two books change everything about him that you read yeah. for 12 or 14 well, they're, books they're leading us up to Gotrek in the mortal realms you know how are we going to get him there this is how we do it yeah and he's and he's and he is a different character now it's, mm-hmm. it's i'm fascinated by that but i just i mean he's my favorite character so yeah. that's what it is um yeah, I, that's that's about it. I got no other other. I can't. Oh, I can't and I think rewatched the Star Trek movies. That's what I did. Which ones? I watched. Um, I didn't watch the first one. I rewatched Into the Darkness and Beyond. I watched both. Of those. Oh, so you're talking the the reboot, newer, newer. Yeah, ones. the okay. reboot, newer ones. Oh, I thought I you realized meant... I'd only seen each of those movies once, like when they came out in the theater. So I rewatched oh, them wow. again. I was like, these are cool. I like these. I I don't mind them. Okay. In fact, I even like Into Darkness. I just didn't like that JJ. See, this is my beef with JJ Abrams. Okay, everybody knew he was doing Khan, and he just kept. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And then I watched him like, this is Khan. Why would you lie to me? Just stop. Yeah. Plus, JJ Abrams only makes decent movies when he uses when he just basically rips off what somebody else did already. That's hmm. that's my theory on J.J. Abrams. I had a long talk about this. A lot of his, <laughs> well, look at everything that people like by him. None of it's original content. Even uh, the Force Awakens, which was the one of the new trilogy that I liked. Yeah, yeah. was basically, a, yeah. it was a New Hope. Yeah, exactly. You watch yeah. seven. I like seven. You're, but it's not his stuff. You write your own stuff. You get nine. Okay, J.J. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but I like his. I liked his Star Trek stuff because it was fun. Yeah. I also like that his mother went to go see the first Star Trek and she basically complained about all the lens flare because it was bothering her eyes. <laughs> like if you watch J.J. Abrams movies, you know yeah. he's like he's like Joey lens King flare. Of, That's his yeah, thing. Yeah. And if you notice after that first Star Trek, he, he dialed it back. It's because his, his mom told him, you know what? You need to dial it back. This is too yeah. much. And I think that's yeah. fantastic that his mother <laughs> was the finally the person that got through to him. She's like, this is hurting my eyes. It's annoying. Yeah. I th- I just think it's interesting. In every Star Trek movie, they just have to blow up the Enterprise. It's just 
why do they, I understand why they have to do it because they have to take the Enterprise away from the character so they can't just fix everything with it. Right. It's just kind of annoying why you just get blown up every movie. Like, come on. Well, yeah. I mean, they've gone through, <laughs> yeah, they go through so many of them. They, they made a joke about it in one of the original films. They're like, don't worry, yeah. they'll rebuild her because they always do. It's like, yeah, they yeah. always do. Yeah, it's like in Doctor Who, they have to take the TARDIS away from the Doctor or else there's no drama. You know, you can just get right. in there and fix everything. Well, and that was what they did with the third Doctor because they had no budget. So they said, you're in <laughs> trouble. We're taking your TARDIS away. You're just going to stay on Earth. And he just stayed <laughs> it's, on it's Earth. Broken. It, it's broken. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh. So, all right, you know what? Uh, we're going to get to the show, my God. Well, that's the tool. Hey, we're toolboxing it, and that's oh, what that's other, true. you know, and that's that's the fun of the other section is with it. Dude, yeah. we got a lot of geek stuff we like. I know. You know, I so we, sl- I bought the Slanesh dice, too. Oh, I did, did you? Too. I got them. I had to. Of course. Are they are they are they weighted decently and are the mark the marks are on the six, right? Marks are on the six. They're the Games Workshop finally figured that Games crap Workshop. out. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the it's purple. just and but the one, two, three, four, and five are normal one, two, three, yeah, four. Yeah, and then, then uh, the Slanesh symbol is the six. Okay, well, seems rather they, appropriate for Slanesh as well. Every once in a while, they put something out where it's like they're not numbered; they got symbols or weird, and it's like I don't right. no, no. Yeah, no. like I think the Ultramarines dice are Roman numerals. Well, Roman numerals isn't bad. <laughs> I can read that at least. It's when you just get a bunch of weird symbols and the numbers sort of mixed in. It's like, dude, make it easy for my old ass eyes to see. Yeah. I just... Have you seen the Luminous dice? Yeah, those are a hot mess. <laughs> That's the cool, ones I'm talking but... about. They're cool, but I can't play with them. <laughs> I can't. I can't play with those. Like, I, yeah. I, it would, I, it, the game would be, if you know, the round would be over. They'd be like, White Tech, you, you had four rolls. You can't even figure out your own dice. Get out of here. You lose. <laughs> All right, I guess so. I'm going home now. My uh, mom says you have to go home now. Okay. <laughs> take my dice and go home. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, take my dice and throw them away. <laughs> uh, that's what I like about Garage Hammer dice. They may roll a lot of sixes and a lot of ones, but at least you know what the hell the numbers are. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's, uh, you know what, let's, uh, let's, should we take a break? And then we just, and then we can just sit in FAQ and just yap sure. and yap and yap through all of it yep. until we get to yep. the end. Sounds good. All right, cool. Taking a break, coming back. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them.
We are back. Here we are. We're talking FAQs. We're done with the toolbox. We're done with the intros. We're done with the voicemails. It is now time. We're going to talk about the FAQs. Now, a Mm -hmm. lot of people have already talked this to death. Um, One of the reasons we're trying to get to this quick is um, I know, Chris, you are of the mind that uh, we may not need to be the first one to talk about it. You know, I mean, everybody's always racing to get their content out first. Yeah, I used to do that with Christopher. We drive ourselves crazy trying to be the first one to get the content out. Um, may not have to be the first, but let's keep it timely. Yeah, yeah. So we've you've read through everything. I've skimmed through everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I went through. Took some notes. Yep. Have some opinions. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So. Why don't we do this? Where do you want to... Do we want to start with the core rules? Yeah, I was just going to say, let's start with the core rules. There's only three kind of things in there that they kind of looked at. Yes. And they're not And they're not that... There are much more clarifications than they are anything, I think. Yeah. Um, now, I saw the using command abilities from earlier battle tomes, but that came out already, didn't it? Because that's not new. It's not in red. Right. So the big one there is like the free commands that mm-hmm. you get from your core battalions, uh-huh. those still count as like the one use command ability per phase. So if you get like a free command ability from Vanguard or you can run with a unit, you can't also, you know, run with a, you know, or, you know, or what have you. Okay. That, that was clarified. Um, you also can't redeploy a unit and unleash hell can't do that okay because they moved yeah so redeploying counts as movement right that counts as a move that's what they're basically what they're saying okay and Uh, then i have another question really quick mm -hmm. um okay yeah there it is so um if if i bring in my my uh let's use the example of the stormcast i'm dropping them in from space yep so End of the movement phase, drop them down. Mm-hmm. That counts as movement, doesn't it? Or does it not count as movement? It does not. Okay. Okay. Does Redeploying counts as movement. Right, because you're actually moving. Yeah, they're moving the models around. That's like is their idea. Like coming down from reserves, you come down unless they have a rule that does say the count is moving, which some I think might. But I don't think the Stormcast one does. They, but it says in there they cannot charge or they can't move anymore but that they can't they can still charge after they do that but they don't count as moving okay well we don't have the new stormcast book either so we don't know what's going <laughs> right 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 uh, um what's that other thing so and so, also you yeah you can finish halfway up a terrain feature which is bizarre i don't uh, i mean i suppose if i mean that makes uh, I, I, I get it. So they're climbing up the wall, and it's the end of the turn, and they're they're climbing. So that's where they're stuck climbing. Mm-hmm. But how are you going to put your models there? Like I don't know. You just have to remember that they're there. That seems kind of sketchy. Super difficult to do. I mean, I mm-hmm. I, uh, I I wonder if that's one of those things that in tournaments they're going to be like, nope, you either make it up the wall or you don't. Like if that's going to mm-hmm. be that's going to be. I think made that's how it, I believe that's how it used to read in the original rules. Yeah, you make it up the wall or you don't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, can you can a unit jump down? If the distance to the battlefield is greater than their move characteristic, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I was, my next question is, can you run then? <laughs> I, 
Could I roll a run and, and just say I'm I, jumping down the wall? I think so. I just avoid that stuff pretty much. I mean, I can see why you'd want to know, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Okay. Yeah. So you can't redeploy and unleash hell. Um, yeah, that's the big one. And yeah. then the ward. And then the next big thing is the wards. Oh, okay, the yeah. wards. The wards debacle. Yeah. Oh, before we get to the wards debacle, there is one other that pops up before it, and that's under the pile in. Mm-hmm. If you are equally distant from two different mm-hmm. enemy units, you basically have to end equal from two different enemy units because you can't. Right. So you. It, this only comes into play really when you've got big models, right? Like giants. Yeah. Or if you have a lot of models in a unit. And then you've got two units on either side. I mean, you could bring another mm-hmm. unit on another side and sort of lock them in where they can't move towards either one. You'd have to kill them off and pull a few models. Yeah, I think this one came up because of the the Mega Gargants, where people were stuck in between two Mega Gargants. Uh-huh. Well, I want to get away from this one, so I'm just going to pile away to the other side of one of the Mega Gargants. Now the other one can't get to me because I'm on the other side of the... What this one mega guard? Well, you right. can't do that because that's what this comes from. But you have to be people, equally distant too. So you, yeah, right. I mean, it used to be you just had to be, you know, close to one. Like I just said, as close to a model. Right. That you're, my question is, how often does it happen that I've got my I've got my my unit of models, and these models right here in the unit are exactly two and a half inches away from this unit, and exactly two and a half inches away from that unit. Like, see, that doesn't happen very often, but it does happen that your I don't know your Vandis Hammerhand model is sandwiched in between two Mega Gargants. Like they're uh, literally touching him. Both are touching him. Oh. And, people, and people were like, well, I'm just going to pile in on this one Mega Gargant and go all the way over here to the okay. other side of the Mega Gar- one Mega Gargant. Now, the the one Mega Gargant you were in base contact with, now he can't fight you because he doesn't have enough reach. He can't get over there. Gotcha. Okay. That's what, that's what people are doing. Now, this rule says you can't do that. Well, good for that. That makes sense to me. Okay. All right. So let's talk about... Now, when they first were talking this up, and I remember this, mm-hmm. this was a big thing. Was and I remember when they were talking about it on the community page, when they were talking on mm-hmm. on their on their live, the Twitch feed, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You basically got your you got your armor save, your yep. regular save, and yep. then if you had another save, mm-hmm. you got to pick the best out of all those saves. Yep. That was what it was. You got basically maximum yep. of two saves. So Correct. like I had my like my deathly the hell deathless. What, my deathless. De- yeah, my death so I got that. Mm-hmm. If I had any other thing, right. I could pick the other thing if it's better or the deathless save. I didn't get right. multiple saves. So that's AOS two point that's before they had a rule called uh, a new rule, well called ward, ward save. That's and- new. Yeah. Basically, the three zero. So they threw that in there. That's what's different. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna go with just about everybody else and say I don't like this. Mm. Uh, the new way they're doing it, because mm. my biggest problem with the war and it wasn't it wasn't every model and it wasn't every army. Mm. I, I think the the one glaring example for me, the one I faced off was that one the vermin lord corruptor or the one vermin yeah. lord. Like I literally remember playing against it and dropping thirty wounds on it, and he had like four different saves, and he took yeah. nothing. And it was like, that's just bananas to me. Mm-hmm. And basically, what they said now it says here in section fourteen point three, ward rolls are made to negate a wound or mortal wound before it's allocated. So if I fail my, 
save, mm-hmm. then before I allocate wounds, I can roll this to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. However, many units have abilities that trigger when a wound is allocated. Mm-hmm. Can I use that because they're not at the same time, so they're not the same mm-hmm. thing? And the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it goes this way. So this is how it goes now. It goes armor save, standard armor save, and then right. ward save. So typically the armor save is just like, let's go let's Keeper of Secrets, for instance. Right. I know that, uh, sure. He's got... I don't know, like a four-up armor save. Yep. Sure, which you can increase by up to... Well, you can increase it as much as you want, but you can only get plus one added to it. Right, but so you could, it's a four-up, you, you can get it to a three-up. Right, but yeah. And then you can get a ward save, typically from the new talisman, which is in the core rulebook, which is your five-plus ward save. That's mm-hmm. a that's a enhancement, sure. Right. That's all he gets, the Keeper of Secrets. He doesn't have anything else. But if he was like like an undead model, then you'd have a, the ability Deathless on top of that. Right. Which is, which is what people in the internets are calling damage prevention rolls. Yes. So the difference between the ward save and the damage prevention roll is that after you fail the ward save, if it's a multi-wound attack, you roll for the number of wounds that are done, and that's what you base your damage prevention rolls are. True. But even so if, if you, it's a single wound attack, you still get your yes. damage prevention roll. Uh, yeah. You do. You do. Suddenly yep. we're back to three or four. Or four. That's <sighs> Yeah, there's like there's I know there's several like I think like the um who is it, the guy on the back of the terror guys the Yep. Crypt ghoul guy. Yeah. He's got like he's got armor save. You can give him a ward save. He's got deathless and he's got a, a real called like morbid vitality or something like that, which yeah. is another damage prevention roll. It's like cheapers. You know, that's a lot. Right. And that's it just feels excessive. Mm-hmm. Like this. Right. And then and then and in the world of where you can now heal your guy, you know, with uh the heroic ability, heroic recovery, now you can heal your guy. It's it's going to be harder to take down, you know, these big characters, these big monsters. Which is, I don't know, is it, is it one of those things where it's this is a pain and we don't like this, or is it the fact that well we all can do it, so but we can't have all your do monsters it. just go to have all your monsters now just go slaughter each other. You know what I mean? Like, but the, it, they they really can't all do it. It's certain mm-hmm. places, and I get it. You know, certain things mm-hmm. can do. I mean, not everybody can do the same thing. Otherwise, we'd all have the right. same army. It yep. just it, it, this becomes that not. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't seem fun, and and the models that get it's like when you play Skaven. Like I said, and my example is because that was the 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 most egregious one was yeah. that Vermin Lord. And I don't think he can do that anymore. I don't. I I don't know, but I remember yeah. when I played against it, every Skaven army had him because yeah. of that, and I never once killed one, and mm-hmm. I played it several times. I never came close to killing that model. Yeah, yeah, and it became a point of just throwing stuff at it to tie it up and hope mm-hmm. it didn't kill me quick. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything about it, no matter what yeah. I played against it, no matter what I did against it, it just had too many saves. Right. To I mean, do the old, about that, 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 like that terror geist was like that before. It's like, yeah. my God, how many 
stacks of saves as this thing have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anybody who thinks that's a great thing. I have not mm-hmm. seen anybody come up and be like, oh, no, no. I think it's awesome that I get a thousand saves. Like, I mean, I mm-hmm. suppose if it's your model, it benefits you. I just. Well, I mean, I think it's slightly balanced out now that maybe a little bit that you can't. I mean, you can still stack saves, right? Because that helps you, that prevents you, that protects you against mm-hmm. Ren, right? Right. So, I mean, you can still only have a max of plus one armor, but now you can still stack the save, right? Yeah, but, Ren, but here's but the thing. Ren, if, if I get now a, Ren negates it, right? Right, but then I got a, I got a five up ward and then a six up this and then a five up that. Even if I've got a crummy armor save, what's it matter when I'm going to save a third of them and then another third of that and then mm-hmm. another third of that? It's just, I mean, I, I like I said, I, I think this is the one thing that everybody looked at, and ev- I don't, I could be wrong. Maybe people think yeah. this is awesome. I don't, you know. When- well, I mean, they, I guess maybe they have, maybe this is in here now because I mean, the the three battle tomes aren't out yet. We'll right. see. Like I said, we'll see. Uh, so we might we we might end up seeing a lot of these damage intervention rolls going away, or maybe just being only a six plus. Maybe I don't like know. the hammer. Like the hammers of Sigmar have one. Like if they're within a foot, like this is the new rules for them. If they're within a foot in a, of an objective, they get a six plus damage prevention roll. That's the new thing that the hammers of Sigmar get. It used to be okay. within twelve inches of your general, now or six. But now it's within an objective, so they still have the rule, but it's only a six plus. But I know maybe that's how they're going to fix it—is with the battle tombs. You know what I mean? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Like I said, mm-hmm. for, but on first glance, that made me go, "Oh no!" Like I was so mm-hmm. happy that went away, and now it's like a, yeah. a month later, it's back, and I'm just like, "Ugh!" I didn't, I didn't miss you at all. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. The other yeah. one is if you've got like those things like the lookout sir type of thing or they call them bodyguard effects yeah where i have a unit and i give that unit the wounds i take mm-hmm. um it says uh can i use the ability before or after i make a ward roll for that hero mm-hmm. uh no you get your regular save and that's mm-hmm. it then it right. goes to the other guys so yeah it says no the bodyguard abilities are used instead of making a ward roll for a wound or mortal wound that would be allocated to the hero, right? So, Mike, uh, that's good. Now, sometimes they only move over on a like you have to do a die roll, like it moves yeah. on a three plus. I'm assuming that the ones that didn't go over, you could still roll your ward save for. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, but the one you don't get the ward save and then get it to them, and then because they still get their saves on some of these, unless it says they don't. So, right, right, depends yeah. on the unit. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, we're not going to add too many layers of saves to that. That make it even worse. That that mm-hmm. I understand. I don't have a problem with it. Right. Um. What else is there? Anything else in the FAQ? The regular stuff. I mean, there's like there's like the Wildwood thing. Now, what was that all the, about? So the Awakened Wildwood has a new worse role, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have the Navigate Realm rule. Realm, bleh, navigate realm roots r- rules on it anymore. Okay. Which I honestly I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a I guess it is a big deal. I don't know. I mean they still it's still a rule in their book in the battle tomb, but okay. they can't they it's not it's not inherent anymore in this war scroll. Oh, okay. 
Right. That's the only difference, which is making people crazy. I, um, I don't play Sylvaneth uh, yeah. enough, and I don't know, and no one in our group plays them, so mm-hmm. I have no idea if that, like, what that's going to do. And I'm certain there's people who are getting mad right now. It's like, it's terrible. And I maybe know. it is, but I have no idea. Right. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that ward safe thing. It seems not too hot, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when a priest attempts to summon an invocation, does that count toward the number of prayers? Yes. Yes, of, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of the stuff in here is pretty straightforward, basic yeah. stuff that you would know. There's nothing really that that crazy. You know, I will say this: it's uh, the core rule. You know, it's about six pages long of errata, and some of that is, you know, using command abilities from earlier battle tomes is like half a page just to explain it all. You know, <laughs> right? So there's yeah. there's a lot. In fact, that goes on, and then it goes soul blight, grave lords. Yeah, that's it's about a page. Mm-hmm. To explain how that stuff transfers over, you take that out. There's not that much FAQ'd from the main rules, which you know it could be way worse, I suppose. Yeah, but it could be worse is never a, a good excuse for hey, that's terrible. So <laughs> you um, know, and I have I have the Bailwind Vortex is back. Yeah, that's that made me happy. And that's in what is that? Where does that? What did that so one come up in? That's uh, I forgot. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, because I saw under, that too. It's under Warhammer Legends. So that is a Legends Endless thing, spells. though. Oh, I suppose it is. Yeah. So if it's under Legends, then yeah, yeah, you can play it. But that that would you know it would depend if whether. Oh, I know. I keep talking tournaments like I go to so many, but I suppose it would be whether <laughs> they allowed them in or not. It's the only one yeah. under. Warhammer Legends and the spells, the Bailwind Vortex. So I guess it's not really back. It's they have new rules for it. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm not uh, sure why it's. Maybe they can't buy the model anymore. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know, but I've got one in case anyone wants one. I definitely. I'm gonna put that up. So I don't. I don't. I, I, I have. One. I used to use it all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so let's see. Um, do you just want to? Oh, take... they did some the coalition changes with the. With the uh, chaos armies, they just kind of cleaned that up. Um, they changed Archeon's War Scroll a little bit. Which uh, which which FAQ are we on? That's what I'm saying. Uh, the, oh, sorry, I'm kind of bouncing around. Yeah, I am too. So I was going to say, why don't we kind of go? We'll take turns picking them. Like, because yeah. I I marked a few, you marked a few, and this way we can kind of go through the mm-hmm. stuff we found interesting. Are we going to go through every single? change in every single FA, oh, I don't every, think so. no, no 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 dude if you've been listening to this show long enough you know i don't even understand half of this these rule changes yeah, we're, much just gonna, less, we're just going over the highlights here yeah i mean i could read them to you if you guys really want to do that but nobody <laughs> wants that yeah so which one do you um, want to pick so i'm going to talk about archeon okay because a lot of people are annoyed by this which battle like, tome is that though or is that so this is the battle tomb slaves to darkness battle tome slaves to darkness um i just had that one did i yep there it is okay yep Are, is that the eye of shirian it is now what was the old rule um he used to get to um i think he was this definitely was was dialed back yeah it, i can't remember the specifics of it but now it's it's once per battle at the start of your hero phase, you can say he will use it. And if you do, you subtract one from hit rolls. 
uh, target him. That's so it. once per battle once at per the battle. start of your hero phase. Mm -hmm. uh, so until your next hero phase. So for for one full turn, mm -hmm. you can minus one from hit rolls that uh, that target him. Uh, that's yeah, definitely. I don't know what the rule I, I've was, got, but I've, okay. got, I've got his old war scroll right here. Gotcha. Two okay. seconds. Sure. 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 Okay, here we go. The Eye of Sheeran used to re-roll hit rolls of six for attacks made by enemy units that target this model. <laughs> Just all the time. Oh, well, there you go. That's a huge <laughs> cutback. A huge, huge nerf. Well, it's not that bad. I mean, but people are, like, overreacting, like, hideously. Oh, Archeon's unplayable now. Like, the Zinch Archeon build is dead. Uh, you know, it's like... <laughs> Come on. Like, Look, I mean, he's still a pretty tough model. Okay, here's the thing. And this is just my opinion of Arcan. I love this model. Mm -hmm. I so would love to buy and paint this model up. And just him and a Varengard army, just like a 10-model mm -hmm. army, would be so cool to me. Mm -hmm. um, I have him on my shelf painted. Yeah, I've never used him. See, and here's the... That's, <laughs> it's a shame. When you look at Arcan, is, is Archeon as good uh, a, a, a rules... <coughs> Hold on. Sorry, thank you. Um, is he as good as the lore makes him out to be? No, yes. that the rules for this mm. model. I don't. Uh, mm. I mean, he's got that thing that if he rolls a six, he just takes you off the table. Like that's he's he's almost unkillable right now. Is he? Mm -hmm. Okay, so then he is. That I mean, yeah, dialing him back like this. He, okay, but. I know a lot of people are like, well, th this isn't how Ar they portray Archeon as all of this in the in the lore, and then mm -hmm. he goes, on, if you portrayed him on the tabletop as he mm -hmm. was in the lore, mm -hmm. first of all, he'd be your whole army, yeah, and, and he would auto win. I mean, have you ever <laughs> look at everything he's ever done? He wipes yeah. out entire armies, right? Like, no, he's well. I remember the remember like, yeah. I mean, they kind of oversell him maybe a little in the lore i guess like remember like the, the bloodthirster the description for a bloodthirster was yeah. like this art this model can decimate entire armies on its own yeah. like a bloodthirster and it doesn't do that he can right. kill you, it with three with three bolt throwers in your stormcast army you can take one down everything you know? yeah everything gets tempered for the tabletop yeah. <laughs> i mean rk but rk i mean but he's, Ar no, 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 no. he's he's a rough customer right now okay, especially so the zinch army he is nasty Okay, see, good to fate, know. The, with the fate dice, just... Oh, that's right, oh, yeah. God. No, see, that's bananas. And it mm. is. But honestly, he's the boogeyman. Mm -hmm. Anytime he shows up in the lore, everybody else is flipping dead. Unless you yeah. are a god yourself. In which case, he usually kicks you in the pants and sends you home crying. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So I, I don't think this nerf is the end of the Archeon Builds. No. I mean, well, he's still, he's still nasty. Let me ask your I opinion think, on this. Is there anything in any of these FAQs that would that is wrecking the game? I don't think the sky is falling on any of this. Some stuff got worse, but is the yeah. is the sky falling on any of this? I don't think so. I, I mean, don't. Yeah. In the ward save, save stacking thing is kind of annoying. That's annoying, and it's going to make some that, characters yeah. kind of broken. But is it? It's not the end. There's nothing in here that's that has that has ruined the game. You no, know, definitely not. You know, every time. I mean, I I haven't been playing this game nearly as long as you have. Mm 
But every time an FAQ comes out, <laughs> every time, it's like, why did you make this ruling? Why didn't you even address that? I've seen right. – that's my favorite thing on Twitter are the people who went through this and started just going through army by army and saying, why didn't you address X, Y, and Z? And yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah, and 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 I agree with them. I guess mm-hmm. – you know, okay, maybe – and this is a weird thing to say, considering that I, what I what I do here in the community, which is this, mm-hmm. I'm not that invested in it that these rules change. Like I like to play this game, and I have fun. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's just the uh, the non competitive side of me. Yeah, because the competitive players they see these FAQs as either a chance to bring more broken stuff to the table so they can win easier, or they're annoyed that the broken stuff they were taking the table to win easier is now gone. That's right. and, what and the it, issue is. I mean, and some people, now I have seen people posting that and they and they play their army. Uh, one in particular was like Lumineth Realm Lords. People were saying, you know mm-hmm. what? I'm surprised that they didn't FAQ and dial back some of the stuff I have. Because yeah. people who are playing Lumineth Realm Lords are kind of universally, uh, I- you know, people are irritated with them just as they mm-hmm. show up to the table. Because right. Beyond, yeah, it's, it's a rough army to play against, and it it mm-hmm. got almost nothing dialing it back. And I get that. And there are Lumineth players who are like, yeah, you probably should have dialed back our army. And I've seen mm-hmm. that too. You know, but for me, I'm just like, oh, okay, these are the new rules. Fine. I'm man. I go to a tournament. If I win three out of five games, I had an amazing tournament. Like so, yeah, that's my that's that's my goal to win three out of five. Yeah, you know? and I had an amazing tournament. If I win three out of five, I've gone zero mm-hmm. and five. You know, like so mm-hmm. for me, whatever. Like I said, I'm I'm covering this because I find it interesting. Um, but mm-hmm. I like I said, I just I, I'm not looking at a sky is falling sort of situation. Yeah, I do um, like that they added some of the mark of chaos keywords so that you can do your army yeah, setups. coalition units yeah and i like that they've added they went it through and said who's elite mm-hmm. the baron guard got that rule so now they can because that if you're yeah. elite you can you can do command could, on your own unit only right right yep and osiak bone reapers got that um yeah they can issue their own command abilities more than once per unit or per, but they yeah. can use on more than one unit, not not more than once per unit, but can use on more than one unit. So their their unique command abilities. Yeah, so basically, they could do what they've always done. Yeah, yeah. I know people were upset about. I'm like, this is what they did before. Yeah, but now nobody else mm-hmm. can do it. Uh, okay, but that's what that's what makes them unique is that they've mm-hmm. got. In fact, they're almost less unique because one of the cool things was their unit champions could. Issue yeah, orders, issue commands, right? And now everybody's can. So everyone well, who's not, elite, not, well, yeah. everyone elite yes. one can. Correct. Yeah. So I I don't mind that because mm. it's what's the other option? We completely take that one thing that made that army cool and unique and completely take it away and just be like, nah, mm. you're just like everybody else now. Like that would be kind of crummy to the people who pick that army because they like that unique thing. I have no beef with it. I guess that's what I'm yeah. saying. And then yeah. I'm sorry, I'm bouncing around. These are just my no, no. highlights from the notes. Uh, Sons of Behemoth, they uh, clarified their step-over rule. Oh, yeah. So, that, so they can ignore terrain and units with their long shanks rule, but not for charging. Yeah, and they and they have to, if, when they're walking over stuff, they still have to end more than three inches away. 
Yeah. So like the way the rules were written is like they could never use this ability. <laughs> yeah. Because they're not because they're not flying. They're still walking. So now they kind of like now they kind of count as flying if you want to think of it that way. Yeah. Basically, they're so tall it counts as yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What did I? I I I was clicking on the monstrous arcanum. I just kind of got excited for mm-hmm. monstrous arcanum because yeah, that's super cool. Because this isn't legends, is it? It is. Oh, this is considered legends. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Wait, pitch. This it doesn't say legends there, but if you look at the beginning of the of the thing, it says these rules need to be used with permission of your opponent. Oh, it's at, the, it's at the very top of it. See, I missed that, and I was like, "Oh, wait, I have a I have a Morn Goal, which means I have a monster now for mm-hmm. my army." But I guess I don't again because it's Legends, which means I can't take it with to tournaments and stuff. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I was all excited because I thought I was going to get to bring the Morn Goal uh, from my Forge World Army. Let me see where does it say that it says you can use I know it says in here somewhere. The keyword of the army faction treaties or unit in the pitch. From that faction set of pitch battle profiles. Each unit has its own war scroll or does a war scroll in the battle tome. The pitch battle profiles from the unit have their own war scroll in this compendium found at the end of the document. Miles, you use a war scroll from a battle tome. Use the pitch battle pro... I... It... Mm. Hmm. I don't see. Maybe I. I, I uh, yeah, I. I, it, not, I don't I see it. Swore I read that. Well, if it's the other one, if it's not the legends, one. then cool because then I can play with that, and that would be that would make me happy because I do like. Let's see the tail of the little pitch battle profile war scrolls C section C section twenty five point zero the core rules for further information about pitch battle profiles. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. I don't have it in front of me, but. Well, I mean, if if I can use it, cool, because I own one somewhere. I don't. Yeah. I I think I do. I don't think I got rid of it. Yeah, Legion Legion of Asgore that's, does say that. Yeah, that's. Does say, but that's you a, must get your opponent's permission before you include any of these units in your army. That one definitely says that. But that's not because that. Yeah, that's like that, and that's the Tamarcon stuff. Yeah, too. I, but it's called Warhammer Legends Monstrous Arcanum. That's what. Not this one I'm looking at. This is just says Warhammer Age of Sigmar Compendium Monstrous Arcanum. I, I at least that's the the one I'm the one I I'm looking on the I'm right on the website here. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it's next to the Wrath of the Other Chosen Compendium so, Monstrous Arcanum. That's not Legends. Hang on. Oh, see there is there's the Compendium Monstrous Arcanum and then there like that two above it. Yeah. And then there's, there's the Legends. Mon- then there's Legends, which is the same document, isn't it? Is it? It can't be. No. Hold on a minute. Why is there two documents? I swear I didn't see this the other day. These are different, though. No, this is a different document because these are different. Oh, you're right. Yeah, These are different right. models. Yeah, you're right. So these are the Legends ones are the Basilisk, the Brood Horror. Yeah. Those are the ones that say you need your opponent's permission first. Yes. Oh, so I is, can't. Is the legends? Oh, thank goodness. So we were looking at the wrong. That's a really. It's the same picture. It's the same yeah. cover. It just changes like one word. Right. And Tamarkin's horde is the same thing. You need your opponent's permission. Yeah, that's listed as Warhammer this. Legions. Yeah, or Legends. Because even the the Grand Alliances are Legends now. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, so so I, I can use my Morngold. I'm going to have to pull I, that I out. I think so. I guess yeah, I have compendium. one more model to build. Compendium Monstrous Arcade. Did I not see this the other day? But you know what? Like the the Balewin Vortex is right there. It says Warhammer Legends, but it doesn't say anything about it. Maybe there's maybe it's just a given that if it says Warhammer Legends, you need opponent's permission to use it. I think you do. Uh, if it's Legends, then I th- I thought you did. But I mean, okay. dude, what do I know? Honestly, I, yeah, honestly, I don't know. But I'm excited if I can use the Morngold because then I have a monster. It may not be the best, but I can, I have a monster that I can right. put in my army because. I literally don't have a monster in that book. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking at the models that are actually in this compendium, and it is like, yeah, it's got the it's got the demon princes in it, and the rogue idol, yeah, and like the the greater demons, the greater like the the greater greater demons. Right? Yeah. those are in here. Bone grinder, mega gargant, the, the colossal, colossal squid, squid, the dread saurian, exalted greater demon of Corinth, all those guys. The Trogoth hag. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. What is this? Twelve hundred and fifty points. Leader behemoth, Vorgoroth, mm-hmm. the scarred on Skalak, the skull horror that, of corn. That's the that's the giant corn oh, dragon. Yeah. Ah, it's twelve hundred fifty points. Mm-hmm. Thirty wounds. Bananas. All right, so hey, I can use a Morngol again. That, hey, I'm a happy yeah. man at the moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I All saw right. a a Night Haunt army that did well at a tournament. He took a uh, Mega Gargant in his army. He did pretty well. Uh, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna pick one, and I'm gonna pick uh, Broken Realms Bellacor. Mm. Uh, and I just have a question. Maybe you know the answer to this because I didn't. I couldn't see it because they changed all the. Obviously, all the rules changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says the cruel gas cruciator changed the second sentence to deathless spirits battle trait negates wounds and mortal wounds mm-hmm. allocated to friendly night haunts wholly within 12 inches of any friendly empowered cruel gas cruciators on a mm-hmm. five instead of a six how did yeah, I, this, is a, this is a big change actually what was the because original the original one was it didn't negate mortal wounds oh so it's oh before it was just regular wounds now it's wounds mm-hmm. and mortal wounds mm-hmm Aha. And these are allocated, so this is after awards. Yeah. Oh, this just this just bumps the deathless save yeah. to five, but now it's wounds and mortals. Right, because the deathless save you can uh you can bounce mortal wounds, right? Right. But the cruel gas cruciators rule specifically said only wounds. It didn't say more wounds and mortal wounds. It wasn't, and so a lot of people are oh, catching okay. that. Oh, okay. night hunt, I, I, I caught it on the Night Hunt forum on Facebook. I was reading through it. I'm like, because I thought that, it, so you I just only, thought it was so, mortal wounds too. And uh, then people are like, no, nope, it's not mortal wounds. I'm like, what are you talking about? I looked at the rule. I'm like, my God, they're right. It doesn't have So that then the Cruel Gas Cruciator before, you would still only get the regular six up death of save for mortals and five. Oh, okay. So that's that's good. That makes them even better. It makes him even better. Well, it makes him what we thought he was in the first place because I didn't realize It makes realize him how I played him the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So cool. Yeah. So I, and I have one, and I've ordered. Uh, they're out of them at Grognards. Mm-hmm. So they ordered me one. Yeah. All right. So pick a, pick a battle tome that you were looking at. Any highlights? Because okay. I've got um, a few left that I've got questions on, but we'll go look at yours and we'll take turns. Let me see here. Uh... I think 
I think that's all I had, honestly. Oh, okay. Well, I've got a few. Do you want to talk about this? Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, the show's really yeah. short. Oh, at least yeah. some... Okay. <laughs> all right. So the OBR got their relentless discipline points. We did mention that. Yep. So you cannot use the normal restrictions is you cannot use the same command ability more than once in the same phase. It doesn't apply to theirs. You can right. use the shield wall on multiple Mortec Guard Wars. So as long not, as not, yeah. not more than once per unit, but on more than one unit. Yeah. So basically it's it's this is just saying, yes, they can do the thing they already did. And now mm-hmm. that the rules change, they couldn't, but they can again. Correct. Yep. And and good for them. Right. You know, I don't know if I don't know if that's really broken. I know some people are really angry that they get to and nobody else gets to. Yeah. Dude, that's that's their thing. That's right. that's been their thing. Now that everybody else can do it, their thing needs to be different. Yeah. Archon the Black can still throw Arcane Bolt all day long. Yeah. Did he do that before? I don't even know. I don't know, but it says, but since they changed that rule, it says now it says this model can attempt to cast Arcane Bolt any number of times in the same hero phase, even if another wizard has already attempted to cast the spell. So Archon the Black, if you take him with your Bone Reapers, can throw that along. And the Immortus Guard, the Necropolis Stalkers, the Morgasts are all elite, which is nice. Good for good for Ossiac Bone Reapers. They got they got bumped back to what basically what they were. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. What else? What else? Uh. Zinch. I definitely have questions about this. Oh, okay. this is the 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 horrors rule. We did oh, jeez, yeah, yeah. We need to talk about you the horrors. Forgot rule. about oh, the horrors God. rule. I you're sitting there. I got nothing left. I know there's listeners going. Oh, what I about the definitely pink have a thing about? Yes, yeah, sorry about that. Yes, I got a lot to say about the horrors. Um, and once I understood how this worked, I, I, I kind of like this scroll. And I mean, maybe yeah. Once again. People who play it all the time, I can see they would be more invested uh, in 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 not liking how this works. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a cool trade off, especially between the two. Did it have petty vengeance before, and did anybody did. ever yep. take it? No. Well, no. okay. The original war scroll was when a pink horror was slain, you got to pick mm-hmm. if it had petty vengeance or if it split. Okay. So if it split, you did the whole two blue horrors thing. If you said petty vengeance, you just rolled dice and took mortal wounds. But nobody did petty vengeance because it was dumb. You'd rather have two blue horrors than a chance to do a mortal wound. You know what I yep. mean? Well, I even noticed here. Now, there's a couple of things. Let's kind of talk about this. Let's slow this down and talk about this whole thing. So, oh, I just got a text from my daughter. Shang-Chi was so good. Excellent. So, yeah. Uh, well, there you go. So, there's a review. Um all right, so they get one wound apiece. They move five inches. They got a six-up save. Mm-hmm. Um, they have magical flames, uh, twelve-inch. It's got a uh, wow six attacks from a oh the iridescent the champion. Horror, the, from champion the champion has six. Three attacks from the pink, two from the blue, one from the brimstone. Talent mm-hmm. hands, mm-hmm. Uh, two attacks from the brimstone and the iridescent. One each from the pink and the blue. Right. Not bad. Now, here's the funny thing. When we get to it, we'll talk about the petty vengeance role. Because this, mm-hmm. I, when I looked at this, I'm like, well, why would you even give that to anything other than the pink or the iridescent? Only but, the pinks had it before. 
well, now everybody's got it. But that that mm-hmm. and when I saw that, that led me to a question. So let me let me, can I? I'll just mind if I read it and then we can talk about it. Go for it. Yeah. All right. So first, when you pick a unit to be part of your army, or or when you add this unit to your army during a battle, because you can summon up units, you have to decide if it's going to split or if it's going to have petty vengeance. You cannot have both. So right there, you can split it or have petty vengeance. Then it that's, says that's different. Yeah, that's different. Uh, each model in a horrors of Zinch must be either pink horror, a blue horror, or brimstone horror. So mm-hmm. I don't know why you would want to start off with blue horrors or brimstone horrors. So they're cheaper. They're Are, cheaper. Oh, they. Oh, so there's different prices in the in the book mm-hmm. for those. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you started off with a bunch of brimstone horrors, they'd be cheaper. But they're if you chose them to have petty vengeance. That only works on a six up, right. which if I took a unit of brimstones, I would always take petty vengeance because Correct. you they can't split anymore because they can't split again. And right. blues have a five petty vengeance, pinks have a four, a four up petty vengeance ain't bad, although it's not as good as splitting, obviously. Mm-hmm. So you can't allocate wounds or mortal wounds to blues if there's pinks or iridescent. You can't mm-hmm. allocate wounds to brimstones if there's blue. So you have to do all the pinks first. Yep. and the and the iridescent. I just I'm, from here on in, I'm lumping them together because the iridescent yep. is just the champion, right? He's just the champion. Okay, so pinks have to go first, then blues, then brimstones. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, one in every ten can be a standard bearer. Mm-hmm. If you have uh, at the start of hero phase, if you have a disciples of Zinch army, roll one for each icon bearer and on a, each three up you get a fate point fate points are what allow you to summon demons so that a unit of Big. yeah a unit of 20 or 30 you know you're getting mm. all it's not if you have any it's for each one so there's each, no reason for each, for each banner you got you roll a die you get a three you get a fate point so there's literally which is the same as casting a spell which wow. is what horrors cannot do anymore incidentally they don't cast spells anymore oh interesting so they lost mm-hmm. that ability they did. Well, that made them a little bit worse, but they still, if you decide to take them, how much does it cost for 10 pinks? 215. And that's 50 wounds if yep. you take the split. Right. That's, that's okay. It's that's amazing. not bad. Like, I don't, right. you know. All so, right. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, keep going. No. So the other thing they do is they used to have a six plus, it's pretty much a ward save. It's called uh, like ectoplasmic elasticity. It's okay. Like six of ward. Now they get a bonus to their armor. Uh, for every musician they have, they get one to save rolls. Well, that includes any pink horror horn blowers. So, so for every box of ten you buy, you're going to mm-hmm. build a musician and a banner. Yeah, because there's no reason not to. Now mm-hmm. you add one to your save rolls while it includes any horn blowers. So the horn blowers are still it, it. No matter how many you have, you you only get that bonus once. Yeah, because you can only add one to your save. But you could have three musicians. I guess you could go down to a six. No, because it's three. Because it defends against rend, right? That's save stacking. Right, but you only get. It says uh, unlike the standard bearer, where it says roll one for each icon bearer. This is add one oh, while yeah, it any, includes right, any. So it's just no, the right. one. Yep, you're right. So yep, that that's that that's any. not as good, obviously. Correct. No, okay. you're right on that one. Yep. So split and split again. I think this is interesting. So when your pinks are slain, it doesn't mm-hmm. count as being slain. So it doesn't right. count uh, on a battle shock roll. Correct. Yep. So I got a unit this is of... The, this is huge. This is big. So it doesn't count to battle shock. I take it off. I put down two blues. Mm-hmm. 
when the Blues are killed, they don't count as being killed. The right. slain for battle shock. Mm-hmm. So until and I have to remove all of them first. So I have mm-hmm. to remove thirty wounds off of this unit mm-hmm. before the wounds being removed start to count towards battle shock. Right. That's the brimstones do. Yeah. And, and then as a Zinch player, you just pick a fate dice for their battle shot test, make it a one, and just go on with your life. No, <laughs> what just happens, use a command point and auto pass. What happens when you roll a one? <laughs> Nothing now. Oh, okay. It, yeah, you could just say it's because that's the best you could roll. You know, if you're oh, forced right, right, to right. roll, use a one. But it used to be if you rolled a one with their icon, you got to put D6 horrors back. Oh, but now you can't because it says here that you can't. Okay. So when you replace them, they got to be within an inch. Within They can only be within three if it already is. Replacement models can be... Okay. This is the designer's note. This is where everybody got really upset. Um, Horrors that flee cannot split and split again. How You'd have to have a very specific role to force them to flee, wouldn't you? I mean, I suppose they have to take a battle shock test, but they're yeah. You don't count any models against them, and their bravery's ten. Like you'd have yeah, to. The, the only way you'd ever take a battle shock test and fail is if you're down to only if you only had a unit of brimstone horrors. You could have a unit of like fifty brimstone horrors, I guess theoretically, and then they would always take battle shock tests. Right. I mean, I suppose if you did a if you did a bravery bomb, and then forced a battle shock test. Because they don't even count as being slain. If I've, no, they don't count as being slain. So, so, if, so do you even take a battle shock test? No, because you have to. Or is it just they're not dead? They didn't take any wounds. They're I, not dead. You know, I kind of want to. I wish I had my. I'm such an idiot for not having my book in front of me. I want. What is the exact rule for taking battle shock? Is it for any slain? If there's any slain models or any slain models model. Any, wow. Slain okay. Models. So then, yeah, you'd okay. So yeah. it's immediately removed and replacement models are added to the unit. A horror that is removed because it's split does not count as slain and cannot be returned through use of rules that allow you to return slain models to the unit. Okay. Right. So if you did, so, it's still 50 wounds. Mm-hmm. But how you used to take out horrors is you take them out through battle shock. Okay. That's how you kind of deleted them. You would just do just an insane amount of damage to them. And then you just delete the rest of the unit by taking out, you know, a minus twenty five battle shock test or something crazy, but, you know. But didn't it was if you rolled a one that you didn't lose any and then you put some back? Right. So what Zinch players would do is they'd use a fate dice. That was a one, and they'd use that in place of their battle shock test. Well, you can only do that if your icon was still alive. He would be most of the time he'd be dead because your pink horrors would get wiped out. You'd just be left with blues. Uh. So people so people would just use the command ability to not, you know, to auto pass Battleshock, which is why a lot of this is because that's what you're just gonna do anyways. Okay. And petty but, petty vengeance just comes down to if the model's killed, pick an enemy unit within an inch and roll mm-hmm. a die, and then you can do a mortal wound to them. Would you? And this is this is for people who don't have any enough blue horrors. Say you you went to the store and you bought ten pink horrors, you painted them and you put them in your army, and you didn't have any blue horrors. Oh, you're, okay. Because you're fourteen years old and you can't afford a box of blue horrors. What about now? Blue horrors are just pink horrors painted blue. Am I correct? No, they're different models. Oh, there's an actual separate models for this. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have to buy a box of pink horrors, then you got to buy boxes of blue horrors. Mm-hmm. And are there brimstone horrors to buy? The brimstone horrors come in the box of blue horrors. How many blue horrors do you get in a box? I think 10. 
So you get ten and ten. Wow. So okay. So you'd have to buy two boxes. Okay, I get that. Okay. Let me check. I'm positive that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get ten. Okay. Pink horrors in a box, and then you get in the blue horrors kit. You get. Yeah, you get ten, ten blue horrors and ten brimstone horrors. Because a blue horror, when he splits, he only makes one base of brimstone horrors. There's just two brimstone bro- horrors on a base. Right, but it still counts at that one wound and one model because it's still one model. So yeah. I get, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, all right, so you'd need to buy, wow. So you'd have to buy three boxes of models to get the full benefit of a split and split again mm-hmm. for your 50 wounds. Ah, right, well, hey, God bless I have you. A, I have a gajillion pink and blue and brimstone horror. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> a billion of them. Which is they're really easy to paint, which is good. But so you but you could if you just had pinks or if you you had 20 pinks, you could do a petty vengeance and then you literally could you have to you have to pick one or the other rule. But if you don't have blues, you, you do the petty yeah. vengeance and yes. petty vengeance, you could put models back. You could, yes, because they don't they don't have the split and split again rule, right? So because it's only if you split that they can't. So that's kind of cool because then you could use your mm-hmm. fate die, you could have your one, you could bring them back and have them keep fighting and slow things down. I'm I'm just trying to look for the bright side on why yeah. you use petty vengeance. So the only way you could bring units back is if you use the uh, the reinforce rule mm-hmm. or what is the rule in the core rule book where you bring guys back rally. Oh right. You oh, could rally. Right. If you use Petty Vengeance, you could use Rally on them. And then there's also a spell in the Zinch book, uh, Fold Reality, where you could bring them back. So you could, and I'm putting that in really heavy quotes, you mm-hmm. could take the unit, take the Petty Vengeance, and still bring them back and 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 keep them in there. But, yeah. I don't think anyone's going to do that unless you didn't have the models because splitting and splitting again is just way better it's way better uh, yeah I, mean, I, I can see that too you did have you have 20 horrors that's a hundred wounds you got to blast through right is that right yeah, yeah. 20, yeah horrors. 20 splits into 40 which splits into 40 40 yeah that's a hundred wounds <sighs> wow okay yeah so it's different but i i Look, and you can use all defense on them. Get them down to a five-up save with no musicians. You can get them to a five-up save. This still seems like something I wouldn't want to necessarily have to square off against. I, I mean, mean and, they, and they got. Be- I think they got better because of no battle shocks. That's how I always lost my horrors was the battle shock. Yeah, I mean, and now you don't, and now you don't have to babysit them with a character. You just have to keep a character near them so you can make them immune to battle shock. Now you don't have to so much worry about it because you have to take a ton of wounds before you have to start talk, worrying about battle shock. Wow. Well, okay, cool then. I mean, that's... It, it sounds pretty good. I don't play Zinch, but boy, does that sound like something I would not want to have to face off against. Yeah. So. And horrors aren't even the nastiest thing in the Zinch book. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're good. They're... You know, I... No, they, they are. Claim. They're definitely good, but if they're yeah, and they and they put out. I mean, they put out a truckload of attacks too. I mean, their magical flames ability. Oh. When you've got twenty of them, I mean, that's three attacks a piece. That's three 60, and that's and it's a ranged attack. It's twelve inch range. Sixty shots of the flames at you. Yeah, that's yeah. That's not. I'm not. 
I'm not it's feeling It's fives bad. and fours, but jeez. Yeah. All right, so let's do this. Let's take our last break, mm-hmm. and we'll come back. I had three other books I had questions, or I at least found interesting with the FAQs. Yep. We'll chit-chat about those, and then we'll wrap up. Sweet. That's right, friends. Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, and at grognardgames.com. They are now open daily from 12 to 7 for your gaming pleasure. Now, if you want, you can go into the store, find what you need. Not comfortable going into the store, even with a mask on? Call them up for curbside pickup. Or order online at grognardgames.com. They've got what you need. They've got Warhammer. They've got Dungeons & Dragons. They've got Marvel Crisis Protocol. They've got Battletech. They've got a huge pre-owned section, and you can find it on grognardgames.com or in the store. Now, you can't play in the store right now. Still got to have social distancing protocols, and if I got to stay more than six feet away from you, probably can't play a game of Magic. Probably going to be pretty difficult to play a game of Warhammer either, but you can still get all your hobby needs met at Grognards because as the world starts to reopen and your hobbying starts to take off again, you know you're going to need stuff, and you can find it at Grognards. And why? You know why. Because there's always something happening at Grognards. And we're back. Yes, we are. Um, what have I got left here that I thought was interesting? Let's see. And I mean, maybe this isn't really interesting, but considering a lot of them had almost nothing, it was like, oh, at least they're talking about this army. Mm-hmm. So let's see. First, uh, I, they're Skaven. And mm-hmm. I had, what's what was it that pointed oh, out? Oh, um, the giant rats changed. Yeah. Um, yeah, giant rats. If the range characteristics of their vicious teeth is two inches while it has six or more models. In addition, add one to ro- wound rolls mm-hmm. for attacks made while it has six or more models for the giant rats. That's so, nasty. Yeah. What <laughs> What do they wound on any uh, autom- normally? Uh, I don't know. And a two-inch range? That's good, isn't it? Yeah, that's insane because they're on 25s. Yeah, they're those little tiny rats. So that two-inch range, yeah. you're going to get all – basically, that entire swarm is going to get in there and start biting, mm-hmm. which yeah. makes sense. Plus be- one to wound. Yeah, because they're – All out the, attack, plus the, one to hit. All uh, out attack, plus one to hit. Six or more models, plus one to wound. Two-inch range. That's just a yeah. boatload. It's fucking O-dice. Yeah. Um, and then um, – the warp seers, the scry orb. It's uh, plus one to saves for attacks to target this model. In addition, once per battle in the shooting phase, pick an enemy unit within thirteen. It takes d six mortal wounds. For the rest of the battle, you don't get your plus one save. I don't know right. how that changed, but that still sounds pretty nice to me. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what the well that this is the vermin lord warp seer, so that's different from the corruptor one. But yeah, that thing. I thought that thing with the giant rats. Like that's what grabbed me. I'm like, wait, the, yeah. is that the little rat? Like the that's the little swarmy guys. That that's like the. 
Um, that's a rat swarm. Oh, okay. Is there, right. one, is there ones on the bigger bases? I think. Right, but the giant the, rats are just those fat ones on the little tiny bases. Yes, they're on the twenty. I, th- I think they're on twenty fives. But giant that's rats. still, they I mean, be. yeah, and that works. Yeah. Getting that extra range makes sense because. Yeah, they're yes. just swarming all over you. Yeah, and as you're representing it, they're giant rats who are ranked up on bases. But in mm-hmm. if you're fighting them, they would be running between your legs, getting in there mm-hmm. to bite. So even the ones that far back are still getting in there to take a chomp on you. So I thought that was – I liked that. Uh, the Seraphon book. Um, let's see. And some of them – does you know does this apply to mortal wounds? No. Well, it doesn't say that in the rule either, so of course it wouldn't. Um. <laughs> Drain magic. Mm-hmm. Casting on a nine, all endless spells within 24 that are not bonded are dispelled. I don't know how this changed, but that seems really good. Anything that's not bonded, because all of the Seraphon endless are spells bonded. are bonded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything within 24 inches, that's almost the whole board. Yeah, with the new smaller boards, that's pretty close. If you're near the center, I mean, the board's not four feet wide anymore. It's like, right. it's, yeah, so that's... High casting nine. Well, but yeah, but it's taking Spell every bonuses, endless spell off the board. That could be, yeah. that could be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Plus one to wound for the command ability for the Saurus units. That's giving the Saurus plus one to wound. I that sounds good oh, to me, yeah. right? Yeah. You can use this command ability when you pick a friendly Saurus unit to fight in the combat phase. They receive the plus one the to command. wound. That's. Yep. That sounds great. I wonder, yeah. I wonder what the old rule was. I'm not certain. But that, you know, plus one to wound for the Saurus, I, I just, I don't know. Anything that's going to bump stuff so that it makes it better so that I'm not just playing against swarms and swarms of skinks. Yeah. You know, it's, and once again, I don't care how you want to play your army. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't have a Seraphon army. I get it. If skinks are awesome, take your skinks. I get that. But when I play against the Seraphon army, I want to see big lizards across the table. You know what I'm right. saying? Not and not necessarily. Hey, Christian, where not necessarily nine engines of the gods and a <laughs> and a slan. You know, hey, do your thing. I'm just teasing him. Um, I, I want to. That's the whole point of the cool Seraphon is to see all those cool saurus. Like see the right. lizards, not just a bunch of skinks. So anything that might make it more likely for you to bring a bunch of Saurus, I'm all for it. That's just me. Um, last one I wanted to talk about was the Caradron Overlords because they had a bunch of things in here. And uh, it was, it seems all like it was pretty good. Um, yeah, I didn't really see anything bad with any of that stuff. I was like, yeah. God dang, these are can an endless spell that was cast with spell in a bottle enhancement be controlled by the bear? It says no. I don't even know what that means. Um, but if I'm flying high, can I still shoot or charge? It can still shoot as per the disengage ability, but it can't charge. So I can fly high to disengage and then shoot. That's not a retreat. It's a disengage. Right. That's nice, but it can't charge. So if you're stuck, you can still pull away and keep shooting. Uh, can I use fly high instead of making a normal move that is granted by an effect? For example, can I use the fly high ability instead of moving with the scent tracking battalion ability from pitched battles or the there's always a breeze? So if you've got a special ability that allows you to make a normal move, fly high counts as part of that normal move. 
Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I mean, that's an extra, th- you know, like normally a normal move is just the basic stuff. This is, I, I think that's great for the, for the Caradron players. Uh, also, if a unit with a flying transport rule is in the b- battle regiment core battalion, can other units from the same battalion be set up inside the garrison when the battalion is set up? And the answer is yes, which makes sense. Because you could, I thought you could set them up in there before, couldn't you? You could, yeah. So now whatever's in the battalion can be set up there if it if it's allowed. That makes sense. Yeah, I read that and I was like, oh, that all of this is sensible, and I think it's it's cool for the overlords. Are the overlords really powerful right now? Are like, are they really? They're they they lost a little bit of their juice to uh, the Archeon lists. Okay, uh, and. That's doing really well right now. Uh, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Goodness. Soul Blight Gravelords are doing well. And then the Sons of Behemoth are really the ones that are kind of blasting the tournaments right now. Well, the, people don't know how to handle them yet. And they are pretty tough to handle. I mm-hmm. mean, and they get the plus with the, the all the extra monster rules makes it pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But it plays how it's supposed to play. Now, um, so That's, I'm looking at the uh, the scent of weakness compatibility oh, right, right. for the Sunblood. The difference is the other one had a a range on it, 12 inches, but I think the command abilities have a 12 inch. I think they're just saying. Oh, maybe the, just... the rule for command abilities has a range built into it. Oh, so okay. So it, it really didn't yeah. change. It just it reworded. It. Ah, okay. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. I still think it's good. Um. So that's pretty much all the FAQs we really wanted to chit-chat about. Hi, everybody. Okay, so the FAQ that dropped after the FAQ, just a couple of important points. Now, when it comes to the – if you're equidistant from two different units – when the what happens if one or more enemy units is tied to the closest unit when a friendly model is making a pile and move? So equidistant from two different the player commanding the unit making the pile and move picks one of those enemy units to be the closest. So you can't get trapped between two. If you're exactly the same distance, you pick one and move towards that one. So uh, stops any you know weird trap shenanigans. Um, which honestly would be kind of shenanigans. So that's one important part. Um, let's see. Uh, a, a question in wounds, and I'm not even. I, I, don't, I didn't even realize this was a question. If a model is removed from play while it has wounds allocated to it, but is not slain, does that mean I can no longer allocate wounds to that model and therefore to that unit? Uh, no, you just go to the next unit. So. You have to keep allocating wounds to the same model until it's taken all its wounds and is taken off the board. But if you wind up doing like half of the wounds to it and then for some other reason take it off the board, any remaining wounds go to the rest of the unit as normal. You don't just be like, well, I can only allocate it to the partially wounded one and that one is gone. So now I can't put any wounds on the unit. That, no, you can't. That's, that makes no sense. Um, that would actually make your unit then impervious for the rest of the game, I would suppose. That's kind of crazy. So, um, 
All right, so they cleared up the ward save thing. Now, when I first read this, I got super confused because of the way it was, the question was worded. But now it makes uh, they, they fixed this, and goodness gracious, I'm glad they fixed this. So a couple, basically, um, if a player makes a successful dice roll to negate a wound or mortal wound, and that triggers an effect that forces that wound to be allocated to a different unit. So basically, if you've got a, a bodyguard unit. You know, um, I roll a die and the wounds go to that unit instead of me. Okay. Uh, can an attempt be made to negate that wound or mortal wound if the effect would allow a player to do so? So if I basically if I slough off my wounds to that other unit, can they uh, attempt to negate that? And negating the wounds would be like the oh, it's again a ward save. Is this what we're calling it, right? No. If you you can only ward that wound once. So if you ward it off of you to them, they don't get to ward it. Okay? Which is great. Um some ability that's that way you're not doing a save and then a ward and then sloughing it off to them and then they're getting wards. I I, I would assume you get a regular save because that doesn't negate. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but then again, of course, I'm wrong on lots of rules. Um some abilities allow you to roll a die to make an attempt to negate a wound or mortal wound, but that has a different effect. So once again, uh, if you're going to do a dice roll uh, to move the wounds to a different unit, is that a ward save? Is that a ward roll? Yes, it is. So if your if your character had like if you gave him the you know a, a ward save amulet, and he had that ability, you could do one or the other. Because they're both ward saves. So you could either take your ward save or move them over. But you couldn't do both. Now, so then, you know, it, it, but it is a ward save. And speaking of ward saves, they FAQ'd the errata on the wards. So they completely reworded wards uh, rule 14.3. So this completely replaces it. Some abilities allow you to roll a dice to negate a wound or a mortal wound. Abilities of this type are wards. And the dice roll is referred to as a ward roll. Unless stated otherwise, the ward roll is made before the wound is allocated. See, but it, is, but it can be stated that it's after, but it's still a ward save. Up to one ward roll can be made for each wound or mortal wound. If the ward roll is successful, the wound is negated and has no effect on the model. So that whole thing that was before and after the wound, so suddenly you had multiple ward saves again because it was changing up when it happened. Nope, they're all ward saves. Back to you got your regular save and you get your ward save. Maximum of two. That's it. And thank goodness because that is the worst when you're fighting. I've uh, That has been one of my uh, negative play experiences is playing against uh, – something that had about three wards and then they got something that makes it re-rollable uh, you know and it's just like oh the save is re-rollable and then you got a couple of wards so you're getting multiple you know i literally played in one game i i, uh, I was playing again and i was fighting this monster and i put like 30 or 40 wounds on it and it literally took one because it had so many saves so there you go that is a wonderful fix you're back down to a maximum of two saves your regular save roll and a ward roll okay uh, and then they changed the mount traits. Uh, mount traits was changed. Some allegiance abilities include mount traits. Each time you take a mount trait enhancement, you can pick one and give it to an eligible unit in your army. A unit can have more than cannot 
have more than one mount trait. And an army cannot include duplicates of the same mount trait. So you can have multiple mounts having uh, each having a different mount trait, which is good. We like this. We like that that's going back. What else was updated? Let's see. I think that's mostly it. I'm going to just double check. Oh, chronomatic cogs got uh, changed and the umbral spell portal got changed. So uh, cogs went from when you're slowing down time, if you have any, any wizards within six inches, you can pick one wizard to throw an extra spell, not all the wizards within six inches to throw an extra spell. Uh, that makes it much less awesome. Uh, I know some people are going, it went from an auto-include to a never-include. I don't know about never-include, but I, I'm, I, I, when, when there's something that's an auto-include every single time you can take it, uh, I like to see those things get either taken down a peg or you know not being used. So I'm okay with that. Uh, what else? Umbral spell portal. If the wizard successfully casts a spell within one inch of this endless spell, the range, visibility, and effect can be measured from one part of this endless spell instead of the caster. So, yeah, the umbral spell portal, just adjusting the wording to make it work right. Uh, is there anything else? I think that's everything. Why did Battle Tome... Oh, yeah, they fixed the trees. The Sylvaneth Awakened Wildwoods. Um... So you can actually use them the way they were intended to be used, and then the Sylvaneth can portal all over the game with those. So that's all the corrections. The ward saves were messed up, and then they said how they were going to fix them, and then the FAQ came out and broke them again. And I got to say this much. Um, coming out and realizing, oh, hey, you know, and I know a lot of people complain and say, right, you shouldn't have screwed up the FAQ in the first place. You, you, yeah, true. Yeah, good for you. You noticed that. Um, they came out like a week later or two weeks later and said, yeah, dude, we totally screwed this up. We're fixing it right now. Hey, you know what? Great. You didn't make us wait three months or six months till the big FAQ come out for the general stuff. You didn't make us wait. Thank you. Thank you for admitting you made a mistake and fixing it. Because honestly, that's all you can ask of anybody. Hey, I made a mistake. I'm fixing the mistake. Now, you can sit here all day and say you shouldn't have made the mistake. But they did. So all they can do from there is admit their mistake and fix it, which they did. Good for them. That's everything. Now back to the end of the show. Wow, there was something I wanted to bring up, and now I can't remember what it was. Oh, so the White Dwarf went through and fixed the uh, the battalion problems, the core battalion problems for the Sons of Bayamot, who basically could take one oh, of them right. only. And they fixed that. And I know people are like, ugh, I thought they weren't going to be doing specials. And I had no problem with them doing the ones for Sons of Bayamot. But Warhammer Community just said that in like the next White Dwarf or something, there's going to be some special core battalion stuff for a, another army. Yeah, boy. So I'm just... I, I have mixed feelings about that because I was thinking like, oh, man, less stuff to remember. All I had to know is the core battalions. If you tell me you've got... You know, I have a Warlord Battalion and a Vanguard Battalion. Cool, I know what those are. Exactly. Now, I'm gonna, now it's going to be like, oh, I've got my new, my you know, this new Night Hunt Battle Tomb. It's got these four different battalions in it. And now I don't know what any of those are because I'm not a Night Hunt player. Like, God dang it. Now it's just more stuff for me to have to remember. Here's what no. I'm waiting to see because I, I think I'm in the same boat with you. 
Uh, but he, here's what I'm waiting. Now, if it's just a different setup, like what you can actually put into the battalion, but mm-hmm. they stick with those five or six, like the rules they have now, mm-hmm. like you get the extra spell or you get or the extra whatever, if they don't add any special rules, if they just say, okay, this army, you know, you can set up their battalion this way, mm-hmm. but it's still the one drop or the... I hear what you're saying. Yeah. If they keep to the same, if they don't add any new special rules, just adjust what's in a battalion, I don't right. think I have as much of a problem. Like, yeah, because yeah, that's basically I, what they did for the the Sons of Bayamot, right? They just right. changed. They made it. They made it the core battalions work for that book because it just they just didn't work for that book. If all they're doing is fine tuning what's in a battalion for that, like you can still take the core battalions, but you can yeah. take it this way because that's how this army works. Yeah, there's not too many books that are like that, I wouldn't think. Right. Like, I don't have like a problem with that, yeah, is what I'm the, saying. If the Oric War Clans book comes out and there's like a Grand War Battalion in there, which is like you know, your war boss plus, you know, like one character and then like four troops gets this crazy special ability. It's like, oh no, here we go again. As, that's what I'm saying. As long as the, like, cause you can give them special abilities in the book. As long as you keep to those, what is it? There's like five or six of those five different things. Five or six, thing. yeah. As long and as they, you keep to those five or six. Yeah. And then they have, then they made some new ones for the, the season. The 2021 General's Handbook has a couple or has what? Yeah, has like one or two battalions in it. But those battalions still stick to those same the ben- yes. the benefits yeah. for taking that battalion are still the same. As long as they keep that, I don't really have a problem mm-hmm. with it. Right. If they start throwing in all sorts of special rules. Now if you cuz that's just going back to the old war scroll battalions then. Mm-hmm. And I don't that's Dude, how many I'm not times? A fan, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. And don't get me gonna, wrong. Some are going to be not as good as others. Right. And don't get me wrong. I love my old War Scroll Battalions. It's what made the LRL great. It's what I had mm-hmm. fun doing with my Night Haunt. Mm-hmm. Like taking that away, to- the mm-hmm. way I play Night Haunt is totally. I had to change everything in my list yeah. building because it was built around those battalions. I had, and, my Night Haunt was the same. And yeah. lowering the number of drops. Mm-hmm. Now my army's got like eleven or twelve drops, and I'm like, well, you know, I could try to put it all in this, but I'd rather do this. Yeah, the way I'm playing is totally changed. I, I, I don't. I feel like it would be a step backwards to start throwing in battalions that had special rules that right. weren't those. Right. Because I mean, to yeah. to me, it was that was literally. I have this battalion. Okay, what does it do? It does this. All right. I have no choice but to believe you because I don't know them all. It's like right. the same thing that happens to me in 40k when you start unleashing stratagems on me it's like i got this strategy i'm doing this i'm like okay like yeah can i just see the card because i just want to read it myself because i don't it's not that i don't trust you i'd like to just be able to absorb it better yeah i i I don't like i said i don't care if they mix up what units make up your battalion because mm I, I don't need to know that unless, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I suppose you're like, oh, I can one drop and throw all this. And I mean, I suppose you could manipulate and cheat it, but I'm assuming the person across the table from me isn't a, yeah, isn't a, cheater, a jag right. off. Yeah. yeah. So that I don't mind. I hope that's how it stays. If it stays that way, then I got no beef. Mm-hmm. It's just if you start throwing it, like you said, you're, you're streamlined the game. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Don't start making it more complicated. I, I could see them in. going right 
And then they've got a book that's just primed for that coming out next. The Stormcast book is literally primed to be like that. <laughs> it's yeah. like, here's your battalions. What do you got? Sacrosanct battalion. It's this stuff. It does all this awesome crap. Like, oh, no. <laughs> well, and let's and let's see what they do. I've got my fingers crossed on this because know. Lord knows that's what I want it to stay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, that's it. That's FAQs. And... Um, I don't know what we're doing. Did we answer episode. the questions that were? That oh, get you asked? know what? We didn't get a ton. Hold on, let me look them up. God, we Another almost forgot couple. about that. Uh, I will look them up right here on the page. And I don't think we got any in the on Twitter. I don't think we did. I'm going to look that up next. Facebook, I think. Facebook. Facebook. We did get a few. Um, bleep, blop, blorp. Uh, oh, great. Googly moogly. Now I'm having trouble finding it, and now I'm upset with myself because I thought I pinned it. Here we go. We're recording. Here we go. We got a whopping total of like four comments on this. Uh, mm-hmm. Can a unit finish a move halfway up the wall? Yes. Uh, talk about leaving room for interpretation abuse. How does or does this include a charge move? How would that even work? Um, I, I, I don't know how a charge move would work because you'd have to. There's no unless. The other unit would have to be halfway up the wall too, because you've got to end within a half inch. So I yeah, don't. Yeah, you, you can fight across terrain though. So right, I, I honestly I don't know how any of that rule works. I I, yeah. I don't know. Um, and someone said, "Nope, I have no questions." Okay, great. <laughs> um, they added units of legend and the monstrous arcanum. Can anyone help me find the updated war scroll for the dread saurian? Okay, if we find that, I'll get that to Kevin. That's in the compendium. That's in the compendium. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's in there. Oh yeah, so oh, because it's not in the legends one. It's not in the, in the compendium legends one. one. It's in the other one. Because there's the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, my question: In the combat phase of one player's turn, can the other player pile in? No. Yeah, but like, it's your turn to fight. You can. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pile in. What am I saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it's your turn to fight, yeah, you get to pile yeah. in. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. As long as it follows the new rules. Right. Okay, so that's that. And let me see. I'm looking on. Did I have anything on Twitter? And I didn't see anything posted. I got literally no responses. (laughs) I got literally no responses. All right, well, there. You know what? Nobody has any questions about the FAQ, and it makes sense because if you're going to actually ask for clarification on an FAQ, you're not coming to me. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when well, you got people like Rob Symes and that who've already gone through it and explained it, and you can go on to them, and they're online literally every day, mm-hmm. and you could go on and talk to them, I'm not the guy you're coming to for questions. Although, Chris, now that you're coming on more often and you buy mm-hmm. every book and you seem to know the rules – I, I guarantee you, people, when they do come this way, they're going to come to you. So, hey, that's fine. That's there fine. you go. Yeah. Bring it on. Um, I have no idea what we're doing next episode. I don't know if there's a new book going to be out yet. I don't know. Mm. Uh, and if there isn't, then uh, I think we're going to go back to core lore and start talking about the armies. Yeah. Um, we will be doing brief overviews of the armies. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I don't want to have another where people get mad at me like we did when we said how to pick an army, and I guess people thought we were going to go over the pros and cons of each army's abilities and stuff. And you it came do that. came down to <laughs> came down to me and Alex talking for two hours about basically, you know what? Pick the army that makes you fun, and then we told stories about how mu- how much we like the lore. And mm-hmm. we basically pick an army you don't mind painting because you're going to be doing that for a long time. Mm-hmm. People got mad at that episode that that was all it was. I didn't even realize I needed to what disclaimer is, what that. What did people want? Uh, they expected when I was going to talk for two hours about how to pick an army that it was more than pick something you're really going to like to paint and that you like the oh. lore for. They expected... Like a tactical breakdown. Yeah. Like, you know, if you like the, if you like shooting, then go with this. And if you like that... And I'm like, when has that ever been me? But, you know, I <laughs> guess... You know uh, what I what I what I said it was didn't it, it could be interpreted both ways so <laughs> we could have that discussion we, we you know what and if, <laughs> it, yeah and I know you can so you know that's one of those things if you want to start making notes for when there's not a book release that's a totally cool topic to cover um, also at some point I really want to go over the new uh, path to glory or whatever it's called now oh right and yeah. start looking at that because everybody I know who's like just the total you know, playing for fun gamers. Mm-hmm. I've had at least a half a dozen different groups of people I know are like, dude, we've been playing this and it's fun. Mm-hmm. So I want to take a look at that because we may have to play a little of that. Yeah, that sounds so. good. All right. Um, let's wrap it up, I guess. I uh, want to thank the sponsors again, obviously, Chaos Org Superstore, Six Squared Studios, and Grognard Games. The Patreon patrons, thank you so much to the patrons. That includes the associate producers, Christopher Sanders, AJC, and Big Jake. The executive producers, Colin Miller and Tyler McDonald, and our newest patron, Eric Pearl. Thank you all. And remember, folks, if you do want to look, you can go to patreon.com slash garagehammer. You can check that out if you're interested in supporting the show. If you support at the $3 per episode, which you never get charged more than two a month. If I were to put out four or five in a month, which I don't, but if I did... Literally only ever charge you two a month. That's my my big promise. So if you come in at the $3 an episode level, um, you get Garage World. And we're going to be adding something else to another thing, too. I think I'm trying to figure out how to run a Discord. And I know saying trying to figure out how to run a Discord makes me really flipping old because my 15-year-old. It's not that hard. I know it's not. It's just I, I'm <laughs> an old man, and it's, it's more things to do. But I think I am going to set that up for patrons so that we can set up pages, and you and I can go in there, and we can just chit-chat with the patrons yeah, cool. um, and keep a little closer to them. Um, so that's it. So thank you all for being part of the 1%. Uh, Chris, we'll mm. be getting together in a couple of weeks to do another show. And Sweet. thank you so much for uh, uh, adjusting your schedule, Tim, so we can get on and change the time to do this a little earlier in the month as opposed to later. Yeah, no problem. And uh, and allowing me to back this up a couple of days because of the because of the the grossness in my basement. <laughs> the flood. Oh, God, hey, you know what? Thank God it was rainwater and not sewer water. Mm. I mean, the the pump died, but it was that that was that was we got because we have the rain gauge out in the back so yeah. Heather actually measures the rain we got 0.95 inches of rain in like two hours gosh and it all it all went in my basement but it was <laughs> rainwater, and thank goodness because yeah I had to throw out a lot of stuff but the stuff that did get damp that I was able to just dry off wasn't yeah. covered in sewage so ugh. Ugh. and thankful that you know and that I am thankful 
because that's a good thing. So, folks, until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant, only the faithful will stand when all others fall, and only the faithful know no despair except in failure.